good. We're good. All right, saying that we live. Hangouts on air is going away August 1st. Okay, so we need to get on top of the Spreaker thing. Yeah, I mean, that's I need... what I was. Yeah, because remember, it was originally supposed to be September or October, and then it right. wasn't even supposed to be. And then the fact that they was like, nope, we're just dropping everything August. We're like, damn, right. a so, lot of podcasts going to have to switch. Yeah, I know. Right, gonna, no, you good. It's going to be a big difference for a lot of people because of the fact that it's it's changing over and a lot of people did their podcast based off the Google hangout. So, um, mm -hmm. I know we're just starting, but, um, straight, straight PSA, you know, behind the scenes, you're going to hear about what we talk about behind the curtains real quick. August 1st is going to be the end of what the platform that we use to do hangouts on. So with that being said, we are going to try to move to a different platform to actually do the podcast while still live streaming it through YouTube, so you guys can still, um, still interact with us live. So um, the app that I'm using, well, that I want to use, do have that tool. So hopefully, um, I'm gonna start looking into that this weekend, and it'll be a smooth transition. The earlier that we start looking into it, the the better it'll be for us to move over. So um, even though things are changing here, at YouTube, you know, the this podcast is not going to stop. We're going to keep doing what we do. And with that being said, this is First and Frame Rates, episode 75. Um, 75 episodes. DJ's been here probably about three-fourths of the way. Bill's been here the whole time. We even had a six-month hiatus. And even though with that, we're still going strong and we're still moving on to topics, sports and sports gaming. And um, we're just going to start off with the intros. I'm going to let Bill's go first. Man, let everybody know how to pronounce your Twitter handle and let everybody know what you've been doing. Um, so yeah, it's the it's at the official grand. Um, I know a lot of people aren't been, gonna be able to say grand, so you can just call it grand. Um, it'll I catch can say on. Grand. You can it's almost Spanish. <laughs> you can, but some people are gonna look and say, "What's that thing over the accent?" I didn't take a language in high school, but anyway. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, not even English. <laughs> right, <laughs> but um, but nah, yeah, it's um at the the official grand, so um that's gonna be my new name because we had some issues with the uh, domain. Somebody apparently has Joseph Royal taken, Royal, just everything. So we had to switch up. But yeah, that's my that's my name on Twitter. It's also my name on Instagram as well. So make sure to follow me on both of those platforms. And yeah, I got some good stuff coming for y'all, man. Okay, I'm editing it right now because the auto edit that from my last uh, live stream put Bill's Wharf still. So you said the accent is over the. A? I mean, I don't think the accents. I don't think the accents in um in the actual. Uh, okay, okay, I got you. I got yeah, you can just put. Uh, okay, I I changed it. So if anybody want to refresh the the podcast or whatever, they'll see it um as is um official grand. A grand, I'm sorry. And um, yeah. so what you been what's what you been up to this week? Um, just working with my manager a lot. We're setting up a photographer so I can keep getting my EPK together. I just performed at my cousin's birthday party last week, so I have footage from that. Um, yeah, just doing a lot of stuff. Just kind of doing a lot of behind the scenes work right now, and trying to make sure I'm ready for when I, you know, officially launch my music and things like that. So. Okay. Yeah. What's up with you, DJ? What's been going on? Man, nothing much. Been watching people go nuts for about, what, 30, 40, maybe an hour over Twitter being down. 
earlier today. Uh, nothing much. I've been relaxing, just trying to stay focused on uh, the personal training and um, and doing some gaming here and there. I'm playing some No Man's Sky, waiting for this update. Yeah, you've been on drop. that. You've been on that for a while now. Cause you were talking about the last couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm like that. It's a fun game, man. It's, it's vastly improved from when it initially re- released in 2016. So um, I encourage anybody that either has it or doesn't already have it to get it and play it. So, and also find me on a PS4 under Lucky Manis 81, and we can all play. Uh, Bills knows what that's like as far as, but. You know, yeah, obviously he can't anymore. Yeah, he can't. I was about to say so, yeah, he knows. Oh, like, speaking he, of speaking of gaming, yeah, we gotta add NBA two K nineteen. I got something to talk about. Though. Okay, yeah, we we can just add a little bit through. It's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but um, that's cool. Uh, I think I need to stop putting that in the description. Well, our gamer tag, so people could find us on there. You know, on right. those mm-hmm. platforms as well. I mean, Bills. You know, he he doesn't have a PS four anymore. But you know that that that's a different story for another day. Look, man. Look, a lot of things may change next month. We'll see how we'll see how it works out. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Let's I don't know, it. man. You never know, man. Next generation, Keep man. We all an Atari. Hey, next generation. <laughs> I know, right? Next generation, we all might use the Xbox as our prominent platform, just like we did this past generation with the PS four. You never know. But mm, I, I don't think DJ is gonna go over to the. Hey, he was a three. Hey, yeah, he was, hey, I'm still, I'm still kind of salty over those uh, <laughs> red rings of death from like the last generation, and that's gonna take a couple of generations to get over. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's not forget they that they have no games to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really need to come up with some. I mean, even if you think ever since like the original Xbox, they low key been struggling with exclusives. It, it's either been a, a few. You know, just the Halo Gears Forza, you know, type of situation. You know, they really haven't had like that one big blockbuster exclusive since the original Xbox. You know, maybe Ninja Gaiden at one point. Right. Maybe, you know. Um, but anyway, as for me, still doing the same old thing, you know, working. You know, I got my wife and my son up here. They're like I said, listen, my wife has been so supportive of me running around like a chicken with my head cut off and doing this podcast. You know, I I do have a, you know, I, I know I'm a husband and a, and a and a father, and it's hard to balance all this at one at, at all at the same. And every time I get to this podcast and I do it, it just makes it worthwhile knowing that I have that going on, and then I have these two guys on here on the panel that are actually doing the podcast with me. It's just it's amazing because uh. Some people won't, won't, aren't fortunate to do all of this, you know, just to have two separate entities to keep going this way and having a balance. So I really appreciate it. As far as gaming goes, I've just been uh, playing a little bit of stuff on my PC. Um, I've been trying to get back in NBA 2K19. So, I mean, I guess that's something we could talk about. And I've been actually trying to trying to find a certain a group of sports games that I can play. I mean, I have the the... The 14 series, NCAA, NHL, all that, you know, and I've been trying to find a couple more to add to that because I'm not sure about these yearly titles uh, type things. I, I haven't been on the, you know, I haven't been on the bandwagon for a while. I, I just want one game. That yeah, I, I was about to say, I was like, yeah, yeah I, anything new on this one. Yeah, I'm just trying not to. It's just like, I, I really want to get a group of sports titles that I can just play and I don't want to have to worry about updates and patches and people whining and complaining. You know, it's just, 
you know, you know, that's something for another day. Anyway, um, other than that, man, just that's it, man. Just another week, and I hope that we can bring a, a great amount of content to this week's podcast. I think the topics are very interesting. I know Bill's been talking about 2K19 for at least two weeks now, and I know he want to get on that as well. And yeah. I think I have a I have a few things to add to that. But first, before we get into the topics, um, Bills, you may not know. Oh, here. here we <laughs> hey, go. Hey, listen, I got this. I got this. Uh-oh. Bills, you may For not those know. want to take a bathroom break. You may want to do it right now. Why they want to go on a why they, hold on. number hold on. one? Time out. Why do they want to go on a bathroom break when it gets a prominent information to start? I want to know what this is about. Why because they're probably carrying their phones to the bathroom anyway. But Nasty. they want, but, but it's, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But if they want to start off their YouTube channel, this is a good time to stand around and oh. listen to this. Well, they're not going right. to be standing. They're going to have the phone in their hand and probably with their headphones and they sit in whatever. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Let me, let me get this. All right. <laughs> For you guys who want to start a YouTube channel, us at First and Frame Rates do have an affiliate now. Our affiliate is Intro Champ. And Intro Champ is a platform where you can get your own intros, very nice, high quality, flashy intros for your YouTube channel. And with that being said, we have a link in the description. You click that link, you get a lot of uh, perks. Well, the main perk is a discount because uh, I think it's more or less like 25 to 30% off of the, the intros that you want to use. Like I said, on my old virtual football channel, I've used these uh, intros and they really helped out with engagement. People want to come back and watch my videos. Even though I wasn't the most successful channel, my channel skyrocketed once I used these intros. Once again, it is Intro Champ. The link is in the description. And when you use that link, it does give us a small little kickback as well as it helps you with the discount. Like I said, if you want to use these intros for your videos and or your live streams, it is a great tool to use. Like I said, you can make your own intro, put your own links, your logos, all that stuff. Anything that you want to put in so people could reach you as well as how they reached me when I was on the old virtual football channel. Now, with my channel on this channel, I'm going to be using these intros so you can actually see how they look in motion, as well as you can get an intro of those intros on that web on the website if you lose that use that link as well. Once again, it's introchamp.com slash question mark r equal sign 25. But anyway, I don't have to repeat that again. Just look down in the link in the description is on here. It's going to be on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other platform that we're going to be on. Once again, that's introchamp.com. Introchamp is the affiliate link down in the description. Now, with that being said, what topic y'all guys want to talk about first? Whew. Um, let's see. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't have oh, much that. on any of these topics <laughs> so i don't really care what order we go in honestly okay I sound but, like that unskippable ad took a lot of lot of the energy out man i, I just to, I, I had to work on cutting that down i just don't have any i don't know i like i'm looking at the topics i'm just like i really don't have much to we, let's get Westbrook out the way because everyone's been trying to figure out where he's gonna, where they think Oklahoma City is gonna go. Oh, well, real quick, it, I have some interesting since we're starting with sports. I just mm-hmm. saw I come across the screen that Melvin Gordon wants a new deal. And yeah, he, or he wants to be or get. And he's gonna he demand a trade. trade. Yeah. Why, why would you? Why would you do that? So he's gonna hold out. He said because he, he knows San Diego ain't gonna do anything winning wise. No, 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 no. Why would you? To me, I, I think this is terrible timing, but that's just me. 
here's why oh, it's, it's he, he, he doing the Hollywood thing again. Well, well, here's why it's genius timing. I think, in my opinion, okay, this is going to be one of Philip Rivers' last years. Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon's going to be carrying the offense going forward. Well, that that's a great point. You're right. You're right. So if he demands a trade and they don't give him the contract that he's looking for, they're asked out at this point. They didn't draft a quarterback worth the shit. Cardell Jones didn't pan out. So now they're looking at having a roster that's basically stripped down to an aging Phil Rivers or having a disgruntled Melvin Gordon, which – I mean, from that from from that standpoint, I I I totally understand. Yeah. My thing is, I'm looking at it from a running back standpoint. It's like all these other running backs just got their money. You got the Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell. You got all these other running backs that just got their money one or two years ago, and now you want to come into the fold. When I mean, let's be honest, Melvin Gordon's good, but hasn't he just come off an injury and he didn't have the best productive season after that? Well, to me, I would. He also yeah, got to look at the fact. Just hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead, also, go you got to look at the fact that he's coming to the end of his rookie contract. Most people plan ahead these days. They don't wait until like either a good season or the last year of the contract to renegotiate. I, I, so I it's just it, it, for me, well, it's the I mean, same thing. No, I, think, I, no, I get it. I totally understand where Bills is coming from. Where like, yo, he's going to be the star, so you better pay me. But I'm also looking at it from a standpoint is look at the the market. The market is, I mean, if you were asking for this two, three years ago, out, yeah, but you were under, you were basically a rookie then. So I don't think his production matches what he's trying to do. Well, here's the thing that should worry them. Okay, so last year he started 12 games. He played in 12 games. He had 175 rushes for 885 yards. Now, here's the issue. He had 10 touchdowns, and that's his second year having 10 touchdowns. Okay. So a team that is looking for a running back that can just get them in the end zone, he doesn't have to get them down the field. He has a nose for the end zone. So it's like I know for a fact that a contending team will overpay for him. Oh, oh absolutely. I agree with that. So Especially, especially, I, with, especially with other running backs are locked up now. So if I was L.A., I might look at paying this man. because No, no, I agree. I agree pay him because, yeah. I mean, he's going to be your guy, but – for him to do this to get paid is kind of like why? Because the way I look at it, once his contract's up, they're going to pay him anyway. I don't see him or anybody else is going to go after him. I don't know if they will. I don't know if Los Angeles will. I'll be completely honest. I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would truly pay him. I mean, looking I, at the, I don't. I don't know if but, until he backs them into a corner. I don't I, know but, if I, he just went through the yeah, season. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a fifty-fifty chance to say that he may not because of. You honestly have a 50-50 chance, but when you're looking at the landscape, once he be, his contract is up, what other running back is going to be out there? You see what I'm saying? It's not that – I don't think he has the market size leverage, but the personnel leverage based on what the team has, he has all the leverage because it's basically like, look, I'm the best player on the team. You need to sign me. But as far as the market itself, all 32 teams, he doesn't, he doesn't have any leverage on that end. But you know what? You know what I think it is. I think this is another indication that the timing is maybe he don't want to be there. Oh, there, there you go. That that could be true as well. I absolutely agree. Because because if you demand a trade coming up to basically training camp and say either you pay me or you know trade me, it's like 
you know they don't want to discuss a contract right now. You're almost backing them into a corner, right. hoping that they don't pay you so you could just go elsewhere. So you might be right. I think I, if you look at every, all things considered, that may be the, the factor right there. They may He may not want to be there. Because like I said, you think about the market. The market of running backs is pretty much dried up at this point because all the other ones got paid. What other running back is coming up on a, on a contract right now outside of him that we know of that is actually up to his level? And, and, and the fact that he's probably the highest, you know, prominent – well, he's the prominent running back this, you know, that free agency class that may come up, that tells you a lot about the, the, the market for running backs. It's not like how it was when Devontae and Gurley and Bell and others was looking for a contract. I mean, look, Doug Martin just got signed, you know, not too long ago. You see what I'm saying? So, like, what's the market? You know, Tevin Coleman has just left, you know? I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you don't want to be there. I, I That that's makes more sense to me. You know, but um, Westbrook. Westbrook got left high and dry again. You know, Paul George got in touch with Kawhi Leonard and said, I'm going home. And uh a lot of people are trying to trying to paint Westbrook as a bad teammate because KD left and all this other stuff. Now Paul George is gone. I think he's getting a bad rap. I don't think he's a, a bad teammate. I think he does crazy things on the court. I don't know if that was a deciding factor of PG saying he wants to go. But on the outside looking in, it looks bad. But all three of us who watch basketball, we clearly see it's otherwise. What do you guys think about that? I'm going to let DJ go first because I have a lot to say. So I'll let him go oh, first. okay. Yeah, as far as him um, going to another team, I mean, that's just speculation. But I'm looking at the core, like, why in the world the people are leaving. Is that really the case or not? Honestly, I think it is him. Okay. I really think it is him. <laughs> because of, like, it's not just KD and, and PG. You forget Harden left, too. So it, it's it's like it's something it's not necessarily his skills on the basketball court. Maybe his personality doesn't mesh with anybody very well. He may be he may be that type of player that needs to be alone. I'm like it get it, you you know, have a team, you have that that lone guy, he's the man, and he knows he's the man. He doesn't have to, you know, in situations play second fiddle. It, it it could be just it to me. It just seems like it'd be a personality flaw, in that, you know, in today's NBA, you can't be just the man anymore. You gotta have a second person because you're not gonna always be the 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 go to in every situation. But he's trying to do it all, and and you see, we've seen what happens when he's trying to do it all, and nobody else is scoring. And he seems to try to do the same thing, even when he has a dependable score. I'm like, even Carmelo was there for a little bit, and it seemed like they couldn't work him in. So it's just like, hey, what can you do? I mean, that's that's interesting because I mean, that's one thing we can, uh, you know, we can say like when you look at what Westbrook does or does on the court, it's kind of counterintuitive to a wingman or or his running mate would like because there's been times where and i don't think it's 100 true but there's times when it looked like westbrook was like not feeling the other teammate he'll play hero ball and they're not it doesn't seem like they have like a chemistry going on together so i mean i don't think it's 100 like i said but there are times when you look on the court and sometimes like you said dj his uh his um his personality don't mesh with a lot of people so 
Bills, I mean, what what do you think? So I've thought about this some since he pretty much requested a trade. And what I've realized is that him winning that MVP was the worst thing to happen to not only him, but the, the OKC Thunder. Not only that. The, some in some cases the league too because some people think getting a bunch of triple doubles and being the man and losing all the time is okay. So that's yeah, that's the thing. So when KD and and Westbrook were, you know, they made it to the finals in 2012. Clearly KD was the guy. 2013, he was the guy. 2014, he won MVP. 2015, he gets hurt. And now it's Russell Westbrook's team. And Russell Westbrook wins the MVP, and or, or he, I should say he has an MVP caliber season, but they miss the playoffs. Then I think the next year he won MVP. So it's one of those issues where it's like KD was clearly the guy, and then he got hurt. Russell Westbrook steps up, and he's the guy carrying the team, and then they both end up playing together again, and it's like a power struggle. And it's not even an intentional power struggle. It's just like, well, fuck, they both have MVPs. Right. And now we don't really know who the clear number one guy is, and neither one is really going to give that away and say, no, he's the number one. They're both technically in their primes. That's a good point. So it caused it caused a big issue. I don't think Russell Westbrook's a bad teammate at all. I think he's a great teammate. The issue is, okay, so then pa- Paul George. Paul George comes. Paul George never wanted to be an OKC. Paul George has said he wants to be in L.A. He said it for the longest. He hasn't hidden that in any way. Um, Now, Russell Westbrook in this situation is a casualty of tampering. Now, it's not tampering according to the NBA because apparently players can do whatever the hell they want to. No, no, certain players can. No, players in general can, apparently. Oh, hold on, hold on. Right. We're talking about the NBA. I thought you were about to take the NFL. Cause... Oh, no. I mean, I mean, it's like no. – no, because because you know, like you know, when I thought about this with Kawhi, you know, when I thought about Aaron Rodgers going to the IR for the second time in one season, and the mm-hmm. Packers had to release him, right? And the fact that he was Aaron Rodgers, it was no way that the NFL was going to. Yeah, afford. I remember oh, yeah. that. that but was I mean, nah, 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 if you had uh, the second string right tackle do that, his ass would have been gone. Yo, but we've seen tampering. We've seen tampering all over the league at the Pro Bowl. Okay, Ray Lewis and To. Ray Lewis and Steve McNair. Yeah. We've seen tampering. And the NFL, Ray, Ray Lewis and crime scenes too. Oh, <laughs> see, you see, see, I was I was I was trying to you, you, I'm you, saying you, 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 you got that. But but um but nah, it's just it's crazy because like it's like okay, Kawhi says, Hey PG, um, I think you should request a trade. Then he says, LA, uh Lakers, hold off real quick. Um, don't 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 finish the AD trade until Saturday. I want to see something real quick. So then they wait all the way till Saturday to complete the trade. They go, oh shit! Well, Kawhi gonna sign here, right? Kawhi goes, nah. I'm gonna tell the Clippers if y'all can pull off this PG trade, I'm gonna sign with y'all. Now, mind you, PG's under contract. He had no plans of. I don't say he had no plans of leaving. It was in the second year. It was in the second second. year. It's not like last year. He was in the second year before your deal. Exactly. So it's like, it's crazy the the power that the players have now as far as tampering. It's like, it's clear LeBron tampered through his agent to get AD there. And the Pelicans made him pay for it. 
because they suffered all season. They didn't make the playoffs. Then they had to give up a whole bunch of shit to get AD in the offseason, so they made him pay for it. It's like, damn, Kawhi tampered. It's clearly tampered. Because think about it. Every no, report- they said, no, no, they even, yeah, I'm about to say, the reports were saying that he went to talk to the Lakers in that same day. Yes. Paul George, Paul George was in L.A., yeah. And they met up in L.A. to talk at the same time, right after the, and, uh, and, the first meet. And think about this. Every report that's been false, according to Kawhi's camp, they've come out and denied it. Show me one place where they came and denied that he had a meeting with Paul George. Yep, exactly. It hasn't happened. So clearly, he tampered. But folks don't care about that. They'd rather get Doc Rivers fined for comparing Kawhi Leonard to Michael Jordan in a goddamn interview. And they still ended up getting him, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> cool. Doc Rivers gets fined for tampering that didn't happen just for Kawhi to tamper before he signed there. And they end up getting Kawhi and PG in the same day. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, what, what, are what, these... what, what, what are honestly, beyond what other league you think that could they could pull that off in? Nowhere. Hey, There's yo, nowhere. You couldn't pull that off in the NCAA. You couldn't hell, you couldn't even do that in high school. Bro, <laughs> if if Tom Brady hits up Odell Beckham and says, I know you're not happy in Cleveland, why don't you come to New England? But in the same week, Bill Belichick says, I think Odell Beckham is the best receiver in the league and gets fined. I guarantee you, Odell Beckham will not end up on the Patriots. Absolutely not. It's like it's a clown show. Like it's it's crazy to me. But to go back to Westbrook, yeah, Westbrook is a casualty of all that. So now he's trying to figure out his best place to go and still be a number one, maybe a number two. In Miami, I think he'll be the number one. I still don't think Jimmy's a true number one. And me as a Heat fan, I would like to see Westbrook Man. and Jimmy. But I would do I was just about to get Yeah, it, like gasoline and fire. No, 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 no. I, I think no, because they're boys. Nah, it'd you be wait, different. You if, waiting for a fight to break out um, in the, of the game. That's what's gonna happen. It'd be different if they're fighting over the ball. Nah, it'd be different if they hated each other. I think they like you. People in the chat, <laughs> tell me what y'all think about Westbrook and Yo, Butler together. This I is really, look, this, that this, is very interesting. That this is, very is the only reason I think it'll work, VF. <laughs> the only reason I think it'll work is because I think that they actually are cool with each other and they both have a competitive desire. And honestly, Man. but but his his other thing, Eric Spolster is not going to get in the way of either one of them trying to be the number one. So it'll work out because <laughs> some games Jimmy Butler will be the number one. Some days, uh, Westbrook would be. Not, it'll work because none of yeah, neither one of them on have a true fight before the game. Man, no, <laughs> this is what. Now I'll tell you, the only chaos is going to happen. The competitive side, I can see it. I I see it because both of these guys want to win. But personality wise, yo, I wouldn't be surprised by game five of the season and do swing. This is the chaos. <laughs> this is the chaos. This is the chaos that's gonna happen. They're gonna chew out everybody else on the team, and they're gonna turn out and start liking each other and be like, "Oh shit, yeah, you feel the same way." He is a scrub. That's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> but what? But what if Westbrook start doing those things on the court like he did with KD, man? Then like, Jimmy will do it next game, on. and it'll be even. <laughs> look, and then I, the I, Heat I, will still be losing. Well, look, look, then... look! I don't see a championship in our future anytime soon, and I said this on Twitter. 
I said this on not Facebook. Six, not seven, I, not eight. <laughs> I just want to be entertained at this point by the heat. I will settle. Oh, oh here I we will, go. No, what? I I made this clear. I told <laughs> here you. we go. No, no, no. Friends. Go back. Go back to the podcast. Go back to the podcast a couple podcasts ago. What did I say, VF? I said, I will settle for just having a reason to watch the Miami Heat this year. Did I not say that? I said I had no reason to watch them last year. Now, if Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook, settling. it is settling, but I mean, it's going to be entertaining. It might right. be a dumpster fire, but right, I'm, I'm going gonna... to look at some of the chat. They said, um, Doug Thomas says Westbrook should be a number two. I agree. Yes. I, I think he should be a number two instead of a point. So guard. should Jimmy Butler. He should be a number three. Kenny, um, is he willing to be a number two? Pooh said he's wait. That's a, um, you see an argument. He can't um, even count the two, much less <laughs> be willing to be a number two. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Try to win a championship. Doug Thomas, that's not going to happen. We paid Whiteside Max and just got rid of him after his trade value significantly decreased. TD said first round exit waiting to happen. I agree. Um, I I don't think it. I think it it could work if these guys actually move their egos, and that's hard to do. Those are two very headstrong players. This is I just look at it like this: if it senses the southeast. Who's gonna be better than the Heat anyway? <laughs> uh, realistically, if you look at each team Orlando in the South, honestly, no. honestly, what do you mean no? Orlando was no. good no. last year. Wrong, wrong, no, wrong, wrong. come the on, team, the team that I, no. can, I the team I can honestly say that's probably going to be better than Miami in the Southeast is probably the Hawks. I can see the yeah, Hawks and Orlando. Yeah, if KD would have went there, like I said. Oh God! I'm gonna have to disagree. I don't see nobody better than the Heat if that if if they were to pull off that trade. Yeah, but here's the thing: what are we giving up? We're gonna have to give up Bam. We're gonna have to give up Winslow. I don't think Oklahoma City has has a choice. I don't. I think. Of course they do. They trade him to Detroit. I think the Heat won't have to give up much to get. uh, No, because they can. They're trying to trade him to Detroit. Detroit's a big time suitor. I hear Minnesota's playing it. You're, you're talking about a guy who averaged a triple triple double two years in a row and an NBA. Uh, That's NBA. true. I'm not questioning his true value in a trade. I'm just saying what he could actually, what Oklahoma, what Oklahoma City could actually pull off. Well, here's the thing. I don't. If you're looking at the Heat, I don't. Think I mean, let's think about that. You I mean, can take from the Heat. Jerry West is not there, you know, it's not there, so they, they might not get as much. Uh, yeah, people. Jerry West can't he can finesse no. any any deal, right. apparently. Here's the thing though, is because there are other suitors out there, okay, so you can simply walk away and say, Fuck it, we'll go to Detroit. And then Miami will be asked out and we'll have Jimmy Butler. And I will say what I have said all along. If you're gonna get Jimmy Butler and that's gonna be your best player on your team, just blow the fucking team up. Seriously. Just blow it up. But if you get Russell Westbrook and oh, Jimmy Butler, you damn right he will, but it's just like <laughs> it's like I just with Westbrook and Butler, there's something interesting there that will be entertaining. It might not be the greatest basketball, but like I said, right now as a Miami Heat fan, after having no reason to watch last year and they've been mediocre for the past who knows how many years, at this point, I just want a reason to watch them. And Russell Westbrook and Jimmy Butler is going to be some of the most positive and negative reasons to watch them, and I am here for it. And then it's talking about oh. getting uh, Bradley Beal, which is where shit kind of gets hazy. Because then it's like, really, what do you have left to? 
I, I don't know oh, what you right. have left to trade for him. Right, right. Let me let me let me break in one second. I mm-hmm. know Bill just said there was a past uh, Brock uh, podcast to go back to. Um, but VF, do we have a playlist? Oh, so we can, you know, go back and go to hell, DJ. <laughs> oh my god oh he gonna he gonna kill me with that playlist until i put it up man i know he is i, I mean let's be honest it's been about two months now right it's been a while i, I know I, 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 i'm going way beyond slipping i'm just being negligent uh it really boiled down to how bad does westbrook and butler want to win i mean they're not going to win a championship on that team. Hold on, Bills. Westbrook, Butler, Whiteside. I'm not saying they will win a championship, but they kind of got they got a shot because the East. Whiteside's bum ass is gone finally. Oh yeah, he is gone, isn't he? He went to Portland yeah, after his trade value significantly right. decreased, and we got nothing back for him. Yeah, you know, right. you know what? Just to break back in, if Pooh wants to do that playlist, if he can create that playlist, go right ahead. Now let's go to the next topic, man. We need to create a condom <laughs> company so we can stop asking. Oh. That's crazy, man. So um, anything else on this? I, I Honestly, at the end of the day, I think it will be it, it will be interesting to see. Well, hold on. Let's go back to the tampering real quick while we're on the NBA. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. What do y'all feel? Like, how do y'all feel about tampering? Because me personally, I don't see – I mean, I get it. I, I think it's a huge issue for the team that's having a player, you know, being tampered with. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, you, you get him where you fit in, man. I, oh, I, I, oh. Why did he put that in the Ooh, chat? The comeback, you want to be a t- – that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, VF. Um, TD also said, um, but the brother can't shoot. They'd like to see a six seed in the East. Six I just I disagree with him not being able to shoot. Um, Chris Thomas said he's going to be interested in a fight in the fighting standpoint. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be. <laughs> trust me, they're going to be reporters all around the the yeah, Miami reach advantage in that case. Yeah, they're going to be all around that facility if they do get together because it's going to be story after story. Or they're going to try to invest the final. White's going to be near that facility. What's the over-under on Pat Riley pulling a Phil Jackson trying to coach the team from the press box instead of coming oh, down there never, uh, and coaching himself. Like he wasn't already coaching the team from the press box? I give it 20 You believed all this time that Splustro was the coach? Oh, man. <laughs> But let's get back to the tampering thing. Like you said, um, do you get in where you fit in, or do you think it's uh, it should be a problem? I think it's a problem because it's another layer of the other teams not being able to get in a competitive balance. Like this time right now in the NBA is one of the first times where you can see a competitive balance over at least at least almost 50% of the league. That is amazing because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, or even a month ago, I said that I would like to see any league to have at least 80. And I know it's kind of extreme, but I like to see at least 80% of the league to actually have a competitive chance to win. Mm. But right now, it's like up to at least maybe 45 to 50% of the teams. That's good. I, and But with tampering, you could possibly go back to what we were with the super teams or, you know, even a situation where there was maybe one or two teams that you always saw. So. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a double-edged sword. My thing is, if you're going to tamper, 
I think the way it was done this year should be the limit. You're going to have your duos together, your Kawhi and PG, your AD and LeBron, um, your Kyrie and your, your KD. I think if it doesn't go past duo, I think I'll be okay with it. DJ? I, I, I find it hard to really police tampering in the first place. I know that sir, I, I don't know if it's the NFL that has that period where it's like, okay, where they can minimize the tampering by allowing a period where it happens. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't think much of it. I think at the end of the day, you can't stop a player to just whisper like after the games. You can't stop players from just saying anything they want in the middle of, like after a game or even during the game, who says there isn't tampering during the games? I mean, like, you know what's happening now. They the could game. be talking. They're talking the whole – they probably could be talking as they're playing. Or oh, you know what's happening so, after the game for sure. Yeah. So I'm like, if anything, they just have to – whatever the, – the, the part that they have right now, they just need to ex- probably extend that a little bit further and just say, hey, we're, we're going to allow – tampering during this period if we hear we get us if we even hear the syllables starting to sound for tampering or anything outside this time period we're finding and we're progressing it to suspensions if we if we find out that's the case but other than I, I that, have a theory I, was... I, I have a theory let's say Let's say Kawhi Leonard signs to the Hornets, right? And let's say no, we know Michael Jordan's there. Um, let's say that Kawhi was tampering with OKC and with Paul George and was trying to get Paul George traded to the Hornets. I guarantee you that trade would get blocked. I guarantee well, we already you. Seen, we already seen one trade get blocked, and that was with Chris Paul. He was supposed well, to go to the that Lakers. That was a bit different. Yeah, Only because the to... league owned uh, the Hornets at the time. Oh, so that yeah, that's right, trade. because they owned uh, mm-hmm. the Hornets at the time. That's yeah. why. Oh, but, okay. I mean, even oh, then, it's like. But still, it was still done. Yeah. Regardless of the ownership situation of course but i mean it's just a situation i'm thinking to myself i'm like if this wasn't a team in la if this was milwaukee and Giannis was like hey i want pg on my team do you really think the nba would want milwaukee to be a superpower team in the league no but because this is the battle of la i'll just let it pass it's okay I think the tampering rules overall are very underdeveloped, and I think, honestly, the way they have them, they might as well get rid of them because they're so broad and they use so much discretion to the point where there's no real letter to the law as far as what tampering is and isn't. They just randomly say, oh, you tampered, like Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers didn't do anything wrong. But if you ask Adam Silver, he says, well, Doc Rivers should have known that he can't say that. He can't say what? That Kawhi Leonard is the closest he's seen to MJ as far as play style? Right. All right. I'm, I'm going to give you all a quick heads up. I'm holding yeah. my son. I'm holding my son right now. So if you hear him talking, he, he's right here on my lap. So 
Just give me a heads up. Hmm. But yeah, right. I, I agree with you with the whole tampering thing. Like, yeah. you know, it's it, it it could be it can be easily taken far if you they use far too much discretion. Right. There has to be a letter of the law. Yeah. It has say, to be a limit, like you said. It has to be. Like I said, with the duo, I think the duo was fine. As a matter of fact, I think teams with duos create a better, you know, interest in, in – in, um, oh, I can't say the word. Enigma. Yeah. It, it, it creates that for the that team. That would have been funny if you mispronounced that. I know, right? <laughs> it, it, it creates that for each team because once you get a third guy that could be a number one for a team – People yeah. were like, all right, we, this is too much. We already know these guys are going to win at least 60 games minimum. Mm-hmm. But with the duo, it, it, it gives you a, it gives you, you know, some type of interest in like, okay, can they do it or can they not? So I'm all for the way the league is set up now. I kind of mm-hmm. encourage it to be even more this way. You know, everybody get their duo set up and, you know, we have, a, you know, 20, you know, 25 duos in the NBA and everybody's just, you know, going at it. Ain't that right, Kay? Tell him again. Oh, wait. One more NBA topic since we're on this. Oh, my God. He's really grabbing the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like hey, your mic I got, so I can I got, I got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, I got, yeah, I got, I got one more topic. I think it's interesting, the KD situation, as far as his reasoning that we're hearing, why he left Golden State. Uh-huh. Um... I think it's very interesting because, okay, you had Andre Iguodala come out, and he talked about the whole situation with um, them misdiagnosing players, and he pretty much exposed them. Right. He said, look, you know, I had a serious injury. They told me it was a bone bruise. Everybody's asking me when I'm coming back, when I'm coming back, when I'm coming back, and I knew I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and then you have Kevin Durant come out and talk about how, you know, he was always playing second fiddle to Stephen Curry. Right. Which – to me, I kind of I. What did he expect? I mean, Kevin Durant on the basketball court is the number one guy. Yes, marketability. It's all about Steph. That's 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 easy. But even but even from the aspect of Stephen Curry is the reason why this dynasty exists. Him and Steve Kerr. I mean, Clay Thompson plays a role, but. Stephen Curry is clearly the breadwinner. I mean, he's the one. He's the guy that been there from day one. I mean, he was there when Monte Ellis was there. I mean, right. You gotta give. You gotta give him that. That you gotta give him that. Not to say that KD don't deserve it, because like I said, if KD didn't go there, I don't think they would have won those championships. He. That's one thing I respect about the KD move. Not the fact that he went there. It's the fact that when he went there, he took over to be the guy. He doesn't go there to bandwagon, or he didn't go there to the the piggyback on what they already had. I I respect that side of the actual move, but, but let's that, not get it twisted. That's still Stephen Curry's team. But that's like Wilt Chamberlain signing to the Celtics back in the sixties and saying, "Oh, I'm playing second fiddle to Bill Russell." What do you expect? Right, exactly, exactly, same thing. So I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time because what did you expect to do? You expect to come and they just cater to you as opposed to stuff. Now the whole Draymond Green situation was ridiculous, and I agree with that completely. And you know, I, and, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to worry about Draymond, and and he sounds like an intelligent guy when he talks, but you know he was the guy to start that that owner thing, that governor thing. He's the guy that started that. Yeah, he's uh, he, you know he's what I'm a, saying. He's, he's, he's yeah. a character. Yeah, I think he needs to he's slow down. He needs to slow down a bit because when he talks, he he does sound like he has sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, nevertheless. Um, but you had a situation where that interaction on a bench happened, 
And I've seen the full video of it, and I think I sent it to the DM, the whole situation with KD and Draymond, and KD was trying to defuse the situation. At first, he was mad because he didn't get the ball. Draymond went up there, and he pushed the ball down the court, and he turned it over. KD was upset. KD got to the bench. He was like, you know what? I'm cool. I'll sit down. I'm cool. It's all right. And then Draymond, all of a sudden, calls him all these crazy, crazy names. He says, we don't need you. We won't without you. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think that you think you can just and we said this, we were we were on the podcast saying you can't just come to practice the next day and act like everything's kosher. Right, right. Especially with a guy like Katie. You gotta understand where Katie came from. Yeah. Katie, Katie came from a team that already had these type of issues in the background already. And that statement's coming from a dude who was crying in the car, Katie, we need you after game seven. Right. Exactly. Against Cleveland. Exactly. And now you're saying we don't need you. Which one is it? Which one is it? Um, I'm gonna look look at these uh chats real quick. TD said, "I agree. The battle for LA is good narrative, but he don't think the league is opposed to small market teams being good. He oh, don't is. think the league is opposed. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, hey, B five, what's going on, man? Long time no see. Um, TD also says, I he don't think Kevin Durant could accept the fact that he isn't an alpha. What? He's, he's an alpha t- level talent, but the leadership isn't on that level. Hmm." It's I mean, hard. it's hard to say because the way that he did what he what he did when he well, won the championships. Let me ask you a question: Was Tim Duncan an alpha level leader? Oh, that's a good question. But that's because more, they lead in the same way by example. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. That's a good question because you can make a you can make a argument that other people for the Spurs was a vocal leader, but yeah. clearly when you saw Tim Duncan, you knew what time it was. You knew who. The number one guy was for the Spurs doing I mean, the run. I mean, let's be honest. If KD had Greg Popovich as his coach, he wouldn't get criticized for not being a leader. Even though Pop is the type that probably would. And if Tim Duncan <laughs> didn't have Popovich as a coach, people would have said, "Oh shit! Well, why? Why isn't he like like for example the the series where they got swept by LA and got beat by twenty five points per game? Right. I, I don't think Tim Duncan was much of a leader in that series. Right. That's think, just that's me. That's I can understand that. I think overall with Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan leads by not trying to lead. Wait, no, TD, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't say a five-time <laughs> champion says that he's an alpha level leader because there are a lot of players who have won a lot of rings and they weren't leaders. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was not a vocal leader. He wasn't that type of guy. He was just one of the greatest players to ever play. That's another one. I think I think these guys are you see their presence. They don't have to say nothing, but yeah. you, know, you know what they you know what they expect. Everybody's not that type of guy. Hakeem Olajuwon was not that type of guy, right? That's another. He one. has two rings. Yeah, that's another one. David like, Robinson was not that type of guy. He was the man on the '99 team that won it all. Yeah, I, I mean, you you can't see that. See, that's what. But me that's me. what I'm saying. So yeah. you can't say that KD. Isn't an alpha level leader when he clearly leads by example without being vocal. So so before we go to the next topic, this is a good question. Can you be an alpha male by not being vocal? Of course you can. Okay. Because because here's the thing. Even Michael Jordan wasn't a rah-rah guy. He wasn't very vocal either. He wasn't a rah-rah guy. It was, look, I'm going to kill y'all in practice. You want to know why? Because if y'all fuck up in the game, I ain't passing y'all the ball. 
And if you fuck up he, in practice, if you right. fuck up in practice, we'll probably knock your ass out. I'm going to knock you out. So it's, like, so it's like MJ didn't have to do all these rah-rah speeches. And, yeah, we're going to go get – no. He's like, I'm going to go out and drop 40 when I need y'all to hit an open shot. Can, yeah. Yeah, the, the only person who couldn't do that too was Robert Parrish. Yeah. Because Robert yeah. Parrish came out recently and was just like, yeah, Jordan tried that shit with me. I was just like – but you, but you also got to understand what you going to do. Yeah, you got to also understand Robert Parrish where he came from. He came from the Celtics when the Celtics was whooping his ass back in the eighties. Oh yeah. So but, it's but like that's what then that and, and and that's a case where Jordan had to back off. It was like you got yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I know, I know that. That's history. why you ain't playing. I, I got <laughs> another example. He's like, he's like, yo, I know that history. I ain't gonna touch that. I got another example. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold huh? up, hold up. Yeah. I know you got another example, but we mm-hmm. gotta move on. No, yeah, but I'm just saying one more example. It's not gonna be long, but just okay. okay Isaiah Thomas. Who were the yeah. raw leaders on the team? Rick Mahorn and Bill Lambert. On most championship teams, the best player is not the vocal leader. Yeah. Yeah, I, but, um, I, there you go. In football, yes, but you know, football's different. All right, but but yeah, I, I, you know what? At the end of the day, this whole Westbrook thing just spread out to so much different things. I think it was a good discussion. I, I agree with you, DJ. Mm-hmm. We do need to um move on, but I mean, I think it it did give us a really good chance to talk about a few things outside of that in general. But um, yeah. all right, um, let's talk about this uh FIFA nineteen refund thing. I know bills was somewhat. Uh, confused about this, and some people may they may be confused by what they you know see in the title. But um, I'm gonna pull up a GameSpot form. It's also well, I'm gonna pull up the, I'm gonna pull up the actual article from the BBC. The BBC is a news outlet in the UK, and um, they basically talked about how some kids took their parents' uh, credit card uh, and um, basically ran up about five hundred dollars worth of um worth of uh what's this fifa pack cards or whatever mm-hmm. yeah they, they, they basically yep. like went ham so i'm gonna let me see let me put this over here oh yeah that'd be great and and if we had that playlist we go back a few podcasts ago <laughs> where we talked about this oh, where God. we were talking about like in cases anyway where we talked about where People usually win if they have an, a, a credit card associated with their account on PSN or Xbox or whatever, that if a purchase was made, they would get a notification. Now, I wonder in this case, just to preempt it, I wonder if this case that those parents were receiving those notifications or they just ignore it like every other email they get. Yeah, that'd be definitely a, um, that, that would definitely look, go into the see and find out, but. Kids empty the bank account playing FIFA. Uh, microtransactions run amok. Yeah, my son, he's back there talking about it too. Um, <laughs> four children spent nearly 550 euros in three weeks pl- buying a player pack to play. So they, they spent all this money trying to get one player. And um, basically, the, the parents found out. They wanted a refund. Uh, Nintendo gave them a refund. And... Uh, this is this is one problem that I don't like about microtransactions, but we talked about this on a few podcasts ago that should be in a playlist. Shut up, DJ. That um <laughs> we talked about parent parental responsibility. And um me personally, I feel that you know this sucks because look at this. This is a little um 
clip of it right here where you see where on June 3rd, well, from May 31st to June 3rd, they went ham and went like $15.99, $31.99, $20, They just went in and just started buying a bunch of stuff <laughs> just to try to get this player. So this looks um, like um this this looks like uh Gideon Prime's uh transaction sheet for, for my <laughs> oh, team. Oh wow. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I was looking at that too. It's just crazy just looking at uh the it was like several on a Monday, a few on a Friday, and this and they're all in pounds, so it's just like 30 31.99 pounds, which is probably like fifty dollars. I'm yeah, just guessing, yeah. I don't know the exact yeah, yeah, yeah. Euros, translation yeah. of pounds versus yeah, pounds yeah is, euros and stuff like that. Yeah, they're slightly I think they um, I, I know at one point they were slightly more valuable than the um of the U.S. dollar, but I don't know if that's still the case. So if it was where it used to be, that's probably somewhere between twenty eight to twenty nine dollars. But um, yeah, because I'm I'm just look I'm just looking at the the amounts, like the exact same amount was used one, two, three, four times, and then on another day that same amount, and then you have I'm like it's <laughs> wow, I I can only imagine. Like I said, that uh, getting the notifications, I wondered, did they have their account uh, notifications on? And they actually, in this article, have down below where it says how to activate spending controls. So they have well, one for the Xbox One and Nintendo right Switch. Yeah, I just pulled it yep. up so people can see it. Yeah, and also on your iPhone or iPad, Smitty. As an iPhone, so um, yeah, hold on. I, about, earlier, about, about, I was kind of going you about, about, about that. About, I'm about to go left for a second. Look at this. I pull up this article and look at this shit on the left. I'm on the right. Every man wants to have sex with you. <laughs> are the men ta main target of sexual harassment are in Iraq? Where this stuff? What the hell the BBC is talking about? Well, they're talking. Well, those ads are okay. BF, this is where it turns back to you. This is basically pulling up as based on yeah. probably topics you have either talked about, no, engaged with, whether it's been anywhere on the site or whatnot. So these are targeted with your pers personal no, I, I have uh, no customizations idea. in mind. So look, you look, may want to stop. VF, 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 Crystal might have to go through your browser history. No, no, you can go through my browser history. I don't look at none of this stuff. Are you still searching up women in Iraq? What's all that about? <laughs> yo, look at this. <laughs> yo, it is crazy, yo. Oh, like, let's look at the feet. Will humans be back on the, on the moon? Who the hell is Baby Archie? I don't know. Coffee How crisis. the coffee crisis might affect you, right. really. Why this woman sleeps mm. with tape on her mouth? What the wait, fuck? What? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What is she like? Scared somebody's gonna break in her house and stick a dick in her mouth? What? What? What, what is? I, I, mean, I have no tape idea. on her mouth. I'm just looking at this. Like, listen. The only thing I do we on this, the only thing I do on this computer is game. That's it. I don't know where to <laughs> Wait a minute, what's that video log thing on your browser? Oh boy. 
No, it, no, video log. No, what are you doing on Amazon.com? What are you shopping for? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's, shopping, he's shopping for Iraq. It better be an anniversary gift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, what video you? log. That, that's my that's goddamn, goddamn Iraqi woman blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no, God. I, I mean, I just find it weird. It's like, what the hell is going on? This is no, I don't we know find what was popping up weird, too. <laughs> Bro, how you spend ten thousand dollars in two years? That's crazy. Easy. I don't understand it. I don't. Mm. It's like in 2018, Gamers News website, Eurogamer published an interview that adult FIFA player who discovered that he has spent $10,000. Okay, so the US dollar is more That's than euros crazy. now. $8,000 in two years as he issued an EA, an issue EA with a freedom of information request. That's ridiculous. He told the site it was just not worth it. No, what you, you think? <laughs> What, 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 what are you? Oh my God! Now I, I don't know. I mean, so when we look at these kids doing this with this these transactions, I mean, what what are your thoughts, Bills, with this right here? Because I'm pretty sure me and you on the same level with this, bro. I in a black household, it would have been an ass whooping. I know that much. Yo. Uh without a doubt, in my household, that would have been an ass whooping. Um. That's, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. There has to be, there has to be, a, a, I, I don't know. The level of accountability for the parent has to be there, but I think it's also, you know, these consoles' jobs to have, you know, a verification process in place that these kids would have to go through every single time. But, you know, who knows? They might have an option to do that, and the parents just aren't doing their due diligence as far as making sure that that two-step verification process is used every time. I, I honestly can't say. Yeah, I me, mean, I think it's it's on the parents at the end of the day because they should not even if they want something, we get to the TV or the computer, we'll go ahead and purchase it then, and that's it. There's no, there's no credit card on on file. There's nothing like that. If anything, if they want to feel responsible, I would go buy them like uh, a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox Live card and mm -hmm. just let them buy it off that one particular card. I would never have to put put my credit card information on it. So I kind of blame the parents for this because children are still young. They don't understand the value of a credit card, let alone real money. Mm -hmm. So I kind of blame the parents. You know, the kids, they're only doing what you let them. So... But I know, like like TD just said, it's like if you pull this stuff off, it would have to pack his stuff in the process. Um, me, me, if it was me, I, I probably wouldn't be here doing this podcast. You know, it's like I would have been no. done a long time ago. But um, yeah, but we all, me and you, Bills, I know DJ, most of you know, parents that we, the type of parents we had, we didn't grow up having the opportunity to even do stuff like this. But you know what the other thing is? Kids also know the timing of when to ask for shit. Because, you know, yep. it's it's like it's one of those things like, you know, obviously we've all had girlfriends. And, you know, you'll say you'll, your girlfriend will ask you something and you might not be paying attention, might be watching the game or something like, oh, can we, can, we, can, we, can we go buy some shoes tomorrow? Oh, yeah, 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 babe, whatever. And then tomorrow comes and she's like, so, so when we go into the store, and you're like, wait, what? So it's one of those situations where the parents might be preoccupied with something. The kids say, hey, can I get this? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. And then that turns into the car <laughs> getting saved on their account. And then this happens. 
Mm. So it's just it's irresponsible parenting. Yeah, I think it's the parents on the, at the end of the day. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, the kids. I, I mean, how old were these kids again? Doesn't matter. Um, I mean, boy, yeah, honestly, it doesn't. But if they're under eighteen. Kids. They're not responsible. So, oh wait a minute, well, that's messed up. That they're under. So <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> I don't care if they're like sixteen or seventeen. If the parents set up, if if, if at this point. The kids are still under their parents' account, and they're 17, 16, 17, and they've done this, then the Whoa! parents should have put in what? Breaking what news. Hold on, wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down. Let me, let me get this off the screen. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. All right, now what happened so, now? The Thunder agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to the Rockets for Chris Paul and future draft picks. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. Wait a minute! The break. Wait a minute! The breaking news. It, who's this ESPN. from? Because remember, oh, no, I got to check alert. our sources now I, no, I because we already know. No, I got an fi- official know. alert. I got an official alert from ESPN. So I got. Whoa. I got. I got. Oh, Woj 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 going to the heat. Yeah, I got. I got. Woj Man, Woj right yeah, I got what is the Thunder thinking? Yeah, I got Woj right here. I'm about to pull it up so people can see it. This hasn't even popped up on NBA.com yet. Hold on, I'm about to pull it right now so people can see it. This is huge news. Yeah, no, let me tell you right now, um, the Rockets won this one easily because they've been the, trying- the Rockets easily win because James Harden and Russell Westbrook are like best friends. So that ball dominant thing, they're not gonna care. Right, yeah, it's up on the screen now so people can see it. But yeah, yeah. um, yeah, the Houston Rockets are the winners easy because they've been wanting to get rid of Chris Paul for a minute of one, and his contract is terrible. But so the Thunder, got, what are you, what are you, you thinking? They're gonna be all offense and no defense. I mean, it's another explosion that's that's about to happen, but it's not gonna be between them two, it's gonna be with the rest of the team. You know, you know what though? But but here's the thing. Chris Paul, I don't Damn, think last Chris year Paul got asked out on that one. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Chris Paul was good enough to get them through the times where James Harden was off last year. I do think Russell Westbrook is. I think I'm Russell so Westbrook is younger. On this one, no. Chris Paul gonna retire. No, he's not. He's gonna get that money. He's gonna cry and then he's gonna retire because it was just Bro, like, the Thunder, the Thunder, the Thunder are gonna pay that man a hundred and whatever he has left, a hundred million, whatever he has left on his contract. And he's gonna sit back and they're gonna win 20 games. He's basically he's basically almost near That's where awful. he was when when the Hornets were I, I know Oklahoma and New Orleans are like yeah, two different minute. situations, two different geographical locations, but it almost seems like he's now back to that. Similar situation he had when he was with the Hornets what? when they went to New Orleans. No, no, the Hornets were in Oklahoma City at the time. But DJ, so his he made worse. a full circle. But yeah. you know what's worse is that okay, look at the first round picks that they got. They got twenty twenty four. He gonna cry in the car. They got they got twenty twenty four and twenty twenty six. The kids they're gonna draft ain't even in college yet. They're not even in high school yet. They probably not even born yet. <laughs> but but no, it's, oh, man, this is mm, mm, Chris mm, Paul ain't even gonna be around to witness these traffic. Hey, hey, he's, you he's know what? Chris Paul, Chris Paul might get a bio. Player. He might get a bio. 
Damn, that's a he, lot to buy out, though. If I were him, I'd be like, damn, I'm going to this city again? Oklahoma's going to eat a lot of money if they do that. Yeah, but here's the mm. thing. It's basically canceling out because Westbrook's contract true, has true. more than Chris Paul's contract left on true, it. True. So if they give Chris Paul a buyout, which I anticipate they will, God, that's man, this is um, crazy. T TD said Harden had to sign off on this. Oh, I mean, of course. Everybody yeah, who thought offense, that defense. everybody who thought Chris Paul denying that trade rumor was just oh yeah, well you know he said he didn't want to be traded, so I guess he didn't want to be yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, whatever you say. This is a big deal, though. I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised that he went to Houston, but still, this is a – I don't know. I don't know. This don't – I think Oklahoma City just got the they – got, they got hosed twice. Jesus Christ. Chris Paul got hosed the worst. Right, right. Um, This is, this is insane, man. Equal pay. But, these, these, these but soccer, let me let – me, let me take yeah. this time to – to uh, give a shout out to to Spec for creating that playlist, since he was begging for me to even say something about it. Since thank, you know, thank he you, always thank looks for gratification from whatever source, whether it be a rubber source or oh, or an whoa, organic whoa, source. Whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> so thank you for making that playlist. It shouldn't have taken you thirty minutes to make. It should have only taken you five. I don't know what else you were doing. Probably chewing on more rubber and um. Why the man got to chew on yeah, it all of I appreciate that. Thank you. <clears throat> chewing on the rubber now. Anyway, these these soccer <laughs> women, WNBA, other female. Well, I ain't gonna say the other. I gotta be no. these soccer women. These soccer women, the soccer women, the the, the world champion. What they are, U.S. Why champion? Or yeah, why champion? can't it be the what the World Cup winning U.S. women's soccer team. Exactly what DJ said. They I got to be these women's. These women's. One, when it's already plural, when it's women. Well, I got, I, I got an issue. With, <laughs> I, got, I have an issue. I have a growing issue with Rapino. so uh, let, let, I'll say this woman. And yeah. I am going to oppose you on Rapino because I think you're just looking at it on one side. Well, let, let's get into it. Look into it. I said the same thing to VF because he was looking at it one side. I had to tell him the same thing. These women. <laughs> Not only that, we're going to get into the... And you're the one holding the child right now. Hey, that's my son. That's not a woman. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, uh, not, it, it started with the WNBA a while back. This is way happened way before then. And WNBA yeah, wanted they wanted equal pay from what? What was it, Bills? At least 2014 when they started talking about it? If that... Yeah. It's been it's been a while, so this is not new. It's just been brought back up to the forefront because the world champion soccer women's soccer team won, and they've made a big deal about this. And we know uh, when you look at the numbers, it doesn't add up. This you know women's soccer generated 131 million dollars, something like that, compared to the men's soccer, which is six billion. And we're not even talking about U.S. money. That is international money. So I was about to say, oh, good. I'm glad you made you know, that distinction that, because oh, that, 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 that is a big difference. Yeah, you know, that makes it even tougher to ask for equal pay because you're talking about money from all over the world, not just in the U.S., where the economy is really going to be affected with this type of stuff only in this country, not over across the world. The NBA, WNBA, same thing. I can't remember how much they generate, but we already know that the, the NBA – they generate what 10 tens of billions of dollars mm -hmm. 
so in the WNBA is not even close, but they want equal pay as well. Look, listen, I'm all for everybody making money and your abilities and your talent should, you know, should give you that type of, um, you know, give you that type of clout to make that kind of money. But if the numbers don't add up, the numbers don't add up. I don't think it has anything to do with uh, gender or anything of that case. Let's take a flip side of this before I throw it over to you, Bills. Mm-hmm. Look at these TV shows with these women in the morning. The View, you look at these other shows, those women make a lot of money. On the men's side, I don't even think they even have a group of men that do that same type of stuff. That's how low the that's how low uh income that, that can make because it's not even a demand for it. So with them making that kind of money on that flat end, if the men try to come up and say, Hey, we want equal pay, we're gonna start up our own show. Those girls who've been doing those morning shows, they make millions of dollars of doing that. Those men shouldn't be entitled to even make it close because you don't even have the the demand, let alone to be actually on TV. You can't even garner up the 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 demand to actually have a show. So I, it, it's basically dollars and cents at the at the end of the day. So, Bills, what what are your thoughts about this situation? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, let me let me ask a question, a couple questions, real quick. Should should Ralph Tresvant get the same amount of money for a performance as Patty LaBelle? Hold on, say that again. Should Ralph Tresvant to get more? Right. Okay, so so we're clear on that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Should Millie Vanilli get as much money <laughs> as Michael Jackson? No, right? We we know that. Okay. Cool. Right. So. The issue that VF brought up is, I think, the core of this this uh, this whole situation is, if you don't generate as much money, you can't make as much money. It's simple logistics. And it's a situation, to me, that is way simpler than people looking at it, because I just look at it that way. If you don't generate more money, you can't get more money in your pocket. That's not how shit works. Sorry, it has nothing to do with gender. If the WNBA was a clear, better product than the NBA, and if the players were clearly better at what they do than the NBA players, I would have no issue with it. But they aren't. And they don't generate as much money. So that it's that simple. And the thing with Rapino is she's she's talking about getting equal pay, but she admits that they don't sell as many tickets, as many jerseys. In her own tweet. Stop, stop, stop one second. I hate to say this, but there's somebody who do podcasts as well that that claim that they know about sports oh, tweeting boy. stupid stuff again. Oh, boy. That is uh, all. Who, Keep who, going. Who are we talking oh, about? Oh, boy. Well, yeah, who are we talking about? I'm going to put it in our chat. I'm not going to put it in that <laughs> chat. Don't do that. I thought we were supposed to be um, uncensored. And, oh, and, and that's whatever, why. and you're gonna hide. I'm not hiding. I just want y'all thoughts first before I put it out there. Uh, uh yeah, let me look at it. What? Oh, all right. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, you know, I think his Twitter handle should disqualify him for talking about that particular sport. See, and that's funny because I had the same – I was saying the same thing, <laughs> but only if it was Westbrook and Butler, as we already talked about. Harden, I don't see that with Harden. Harden, they already, they, they, they've already been teammates. Exactly. 
And not, <laughs> no. not to mention, not to mention, they have natural chemistry because of the it, fact it, that right. they, they basically play. They play pickup every summer. There you go, chat. There you go. Click on it. <laughs> All right, back to what you're saying about the Zeke Fabio. But no, so I mean, I, I just think if you don't bring in as much revenue, you shouldn't make as much money. That's just as simple as it as it can get. And I don't think it's about gender. I think that um, using gender as the reasoning for that is a bit of a cop out. Because in her situation, she already admitted that they don't sell as many jerseys and they don't sell as many tickets. So, I mean, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, Bills. Thigo, uh, what is it? That says Thigo Matua Souza, hey, you know, from Brazil, Tiago. Yeah, yeah, Tiago. Okay, you know, I can't, I can't read. Appreciate it. You're here from Brazil. Hey, I, I, he I admitted it. I, I really appreciate that. Got it. People who are listening to the podcast from Brazil. Hey Tiago, so so let me ask you a question. I'm guessing that Marcelo draws just as many fans as Neymar, right? Since you're from Brazil, you would get the comparison. It makes no sense, right? So I mean, like, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm all for equal opportunity. I am not for equal pay, because I'll be quite frank. When when this is my ego coming to play, when I become one of the biggest singers in the world, yes, I have a bit of an ego, but I need it in this business. Oh, you're gonna get there, though. You're gonna get there. I mean, I appreciate that, but no, I mean, I'm saying it tongue in cheek, but you know, it's like if if and when I get to that point, I don't want to be paid, I don't want somebody to have the same pay as me if they're not generating as much buzz, they're not selling as dog, many tickets, listen. they're not moving as many units. Dog, listen, listen. You can sit there and you can have all those people in the crowd. Now, I'm going to make my song. I'm going to go in the crowd. And I'm going to have like 12 people, mm-hmm. but I better get the same amount you get, bro. Exactly. Be- because you know what this is? I'll give you an example. DJ, you remember when Ryback said that? You remember when Ryback said he thinks that the winners and the losers in wrestling should get paid the same mm-hmm. amount? Mm-hmm, I remember that. That was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Right? And everybody's sitting there like, but wait. <laughs> His reasoning was they're told to win and lose. Okay, but here's the thing, Ryback. There's a reason they're told to win and lose. <laughs> There's a reason Steve Blackman didn't beat Steve Austin on Raw. There's a reason <laughs> for that. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, like I said, I'm all for equal opportunity. I am not all for equal play. I'll just sum it up like that. I mean that, that that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Don't get me wrong. They won four championships. They mm. they've done everything that you would think that would give them uh that would give them that type of money. Mm. But the flip side of that, if you're not bringing in the money, I can't give you that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's plain and simple. I mean, there's nowhere else around that. DJ, you got any anything on top of that? Well, you basically took part of what I was gonna say. Hey, great minds think alike. I'm like the the numbers it, at the end of the day, the numbers do speak for themselves. And I'm like you can't really get over the fact that that the 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 men overall throughout FIFA internationally make bring in more than the mm-hmm. women. So the numbers don't add up. But if you separate the international field and just look at what's under the the U.S. national team, the the whole organization. Mm-hmm. You got to at least up the amount that the women are being paid. I think, even though they, it's not going to equal out, mm-hmm. but you got to increase the percentage. Yes, I'm like you. You have to reward. But you I have mean, to reward this team, and that's all you can base 
insisted on is rewarding this team for the success that they have had. You can't put the two genders against each other and say, well, they're making this much. Well, since we play soccer too, we should be making just as much as they are. No, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's not even because it's like, it's like comparing Ronda Rousey to John Jones. They don't fight each other. They fight different genders. The style is different. There's a different demographic. There's hey, a different hey, fan base. The, the demand is different. Yeah. So it's, the, people, it's, the people who are going to put open their wallets for that fight or that event is different from the male event. Hey, and you didn't see Ronda Rousey out there riding that equal pay horse because she was getting paid. She was getting paid big time. But that's because the demand was there. That's because she moved the needle as far as right. You know, it, it was at one like point. Her, 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 basically her, her product and her brand was mm -hmm. better than most of the men in the UFC. Absolutely, exactly. That's how Absolutely. she proved herself. Absolutely. And I and, and you know what? Here's another caveat. I think if the WNBA pushed Brittany Griner as their best player, they would get more fans. Because all they got to do is show the highlight clips of her dunking in the past. But but we we've gone over this before as far as their their whole advertising scheme. It's just awful. I mean, they yeah. You you see one WNBA NBA is not really well. The W it's actually a WNBA separate marketing team, but it's yeah. just like they're not pushing as much. But no. I wonder how much you know financially they're working with. And and, and know, the other thing, the amount of money they have does mm -hmm. affect that too. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's my question, DJ. It's like okay, the revenue to me is an interesting topic because they got to turn the lights on in those big arenas. Yeah. So they got to have some money. So the question is, where's it going? Because it's not going to advertising. No, I think it, I think they, they may just need a new CBA. And uh, people are really running with this whole Westbrook and Harden fighting over. Yeah. I'm like, that, what? Wow. Harden is very Harden is very chill. And honestly, he's if, been looking for help. Harden, <laughs> yeah. He's openly said this. Okay. He, remember the time when everyone was hurt? And he was like, I only do this because I have to. <laughs> and, and let's be honest. I mean, like, like I talked about. He didn't have to. He wouldn't do it. Chris Paul. Chris Paul can't get by people no more. He can't. Russell Westbrook is, I mean, his whole thing is 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 just driving by people, head of steam, to the rack. Mm -hmm. And he can throw those logs to Capella just as well as Chris Paul can throw those logs to lot Capella. Of people, a lot of people think that James Harden is like some ball-dominant basketball. No. He, he no. had to be no, ball-dominant. He's, he he's the quietest superstar I've ever seen. I, he you had barely hear this man even speak. He had fall dominant. He had yeah. to fall dominant because of the injuries. I rashed him in. I definitely rashed him in because his style of play, I I, I hate it. And yeah. I, I, flopping. I, well, flopping, yeah. but also the ISO Man. game to me is I, I hate it. You know, but I know. But the other reason I'm frustrated is because I know how he can play. I've seen it on OKC. I've seen it in the Drew League. I've seen it other spots. So to know how he can play off ball and then to see how he plays on Houston, it's like it's an eyesore. So now with Westbrook, this creates a whole different dynamic because now you got another guy who can average 27. Chris Paul averaging about 27 points. 
But now you got Russell Westbrook who can get you over, you know, over the hump in the West. I, I mean, I think it puts them right there in the thick of things, man. They kept their whole base roster. P.J. Tucker's still there. Eric Gordon's still there. They ain't giving up none of them as, as far as what I've seen. No, it looked like they're just straight up giving up draft picks. From what I, I, so, I didn't see no other yeah. players in that, in, that, um, in that trade. So Houston wins. Yeah, as long as they don't have Russell Westbrook standing in the corner for 30 minutes a game. Right. Yeah, once again, I mean, it was, you know, they got Chris Paul for – Two first round picks and pick swaps in 21 and 25. They're, sure, they're look, players. Okay, TD said. Unless if it comes out later that there's going to be players. But as right now, it's only it's just two picks and a pick, two pick swaps. TD said, let's be honest. If the WNBA had more sexy females in it, more people would watch. They're playing a sport. They're not there for their love. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. There are the lesbians anyway, so there are, but, but here's the other thing. There are a lot of attractive females in the league. The thing it's is, just, when they're playing, they're not going to look attractive. That they're not going to, well, well, that's like, one major thing, oh but the God. other major thing is a lot I of I just don't understand. I, honestly, I just don't understand the whole, like, if they were, if they were doing something that required their beauty, then fine. But playing ball doesn't require somebody to look good. But see, that's that shit out of But here. you know what, though? And, and I, DJ, I, 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 DJ, I, I, we've I, I, personally seen this, though. We've seen this in the WWE. I'm going to be looking. We've seen this in the WWE. I'm, I'm Why would you be looking? Why are you being quiet? Somebody near the bottom? Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> 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 you got quiet all the time. My wife is right here. My wife is right here. Uh, my wife is right here. And I'm gonna tell her right now, babe. Oh. You hit me right. If the WNBA, you hit her. If the WNBA had better looking women, I would watch the WNBA. No, that ain't what you just said. You said you'd be looking. Yeah, I'm that ain't what you said. I'm All right, I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm telling her uh, right. Okay, now. but but here's the thing. Like, like I said, me and DJ have seen this in the WWE. We've seen a transformation from models posing as wrestlers. Well, I mean, I was around that time, mm-hmm. too, so I, yeah. I, I do understand that. I, I watch to, wrestling. Yeah. To wrestlers. Like, they're wrestling. I mean, Becky Lynch is not the most attractive female in the world. She is attractive, but she's not a model. But people don't watch it for that. Well, at least the real wrestling fans don't. So I think if the real basketball fans watch WNBA. I see. Now, see, I can't sign on to that, Doug Thomas. You're trying to get me in trouble. He said, give lingerie for a uniform. He's trying to all get right, me in trouble. All right, all right, all right, all right. He's trying to get me in trouble. All right, all right, all right. When, all right. when, when okay. sometime last year we were watching the, 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 the was it, the lingerie football league yeah. or the Legends football yeah. league? When did you say you? Hey, I, nah, yeah, I know. I know Doug Thomas. I know. <laughs> no, we're just messing. But no, I ain't watching the lingerie football. I, I put up a few clips on Twitter because it was hitting like men. So that means you had to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I was on Twitter. I mean, I was like, look at <laughs> you. Said, you put up I was clips. on Twitter. It was on Twitter. Man. So I was like, look at me. <laughs> it was on Twitter. Oh, that's your excuse. That's like peer pressure back in the day. VF's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, VF's sitting there like, CFL or women in panties? I can bet there's a sweat pouring down his face right now. He's standing right there, too. Oh, my God. What the hell does this got to do with equal pay? (laughs) This got a lot to do with equal pay because TD was the one that brought up this whole 
uh, this whole topic in the first place. But I think it's an interesting dynamic. I don't think it has to do with them being attractive. I think it has to do with not enough people still knowing when the WNBA starts. Mm-hmm. For example, what channels they're on? It's, 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 it's very bad advertisement. It, they're, they're, they're almost as borderline as the AAF was. Well, let, let's. Oh, well, God. here's another thing. Here's another thing. Look at their TV deal. Their TV deal was awful. Okay, there's a new one. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Let me B five. If they have just twelve teams and they're struggling with. Hey, I'm, I'm not home. saying they're struggling with hey, money, I'm but they're making only but so much. Wait. What expand? Are you thinking about expand? Like if, if you were to expand the teams, you think that's no. going to be better? That's more money that has to be no. spread out. No, because because here's the thing. I talked about decreasing the number of teams in the NBA because the quality of basketball would increase, and you would have less useless ass games with bad teams. Mm-hmm. So the WNBA is better Uh-oh. with these. With the um, <laughs> somebody had to step away. He probably got grabbed by his ear. It was like, baby, baby, you know what I mean that. Baby, you know I mean. No, that wasn't lingerie football on the DVR. No, nah, that was legacy football. That was that was a new football joke. That was that was actually a commercial break. But I mean, it's just. Is one of those things like no that they should have less teams because the competition is better with less teams. Mm-hmm. The teams all I mean, and even now with twelve teams, there are a lot of teams. Well, but how can but how can it be okay? Go, go ahead. I, I'm just I'm just are you saying it's boring with only twelve? So you mean having more teams with 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 the, the talent spread out is going to make it more exciting. That doesn't make any of sense. Ba- that's, the, that's that's quality of basketball would be the quality of basketball would decrease because I've seen good teams get blown out by the great teams in the NBA in the WNBA this year. The Las Vegas Aces have destroyed certain teams this year, and that's with only twelve teams, which means basically every team has a star player. Every team has a go to number two for the most part. I mean, the the issue is this year. I think Tarazi has been hurt. Brianna Stewart. Got hurt. Maya Moore took a year off. So it's one of those situations. Uh, Skyler Diggins took a year off. Yeah, you got a league where women will get pregnant. They're, yes. they're going to be and they're going to and they're going to be gone. So, so the thing, just, yeah, the thing is, they got to they got to find a way to make new stars. But you mm-hmm. can't make new stars if you keep depending on the Diana Taurasi's and the Sue Birds and the Candace Parkers. Their time is come and gone, and it's no knock against them. But their time, as far as carrying the league on their back, it, it's come and gone, man. You mm-hmm. got to make new stars. I mean, what we talk about it once again. I go back to wrestling because the situation is so similar. People talk about Vince relying on the part timers that had their day. That's the WNBA. They don't wow, have any new at, stars. Yeah. Well, I look at it like this. At this at this rate, uh, first and frame rates may take place from the couch next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> or, the, or the damn uh, the damn garage. <laughs> you got to bring a got to bring a mobile hotspot out to the garage. You might cut them off the Wi-Fi too. Oh, right, man. I'm back. I'm yeah, back. I bet you. I bet. I bet you are. No, no, I had to take. I had to take the baby downstairs. Man, my wife about to go to bed. Man, y'all tripping, man. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> but but here's another example. I'll give y'all another example. 
um, women's tennis. Women's tennis. Now, granted, when Serena Williams was not playing, Serena Williams. <laughs> if it was, if it wasn't for Serena Williams, but the thing is, these tournaments have so much prestige that, like, regardless mm-hmm. if Serena's winning, they still bring in decent, decent ratings. Obviously, they're the way better the than Serena. Yeah, but to tell you the truth, oh, like. like with, what this possibly got more people in the thing. Wow. Oh no. PD ain't shit, man. Hey, but but hey, you you wanna know the difference though, TD? Is if we were having a live show, we wouldn't go and book Madison Square Garden knowing that only like 12, 13 motherfuckers gonna show up. WNBA will have a regular season game in Madison Square Garden Staples Center, thinking they're gonna sell the motherfucker out. Ain't gonna happen. All right, so 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 B five, you would rather watch a trash league with thirty teams, or a good quality play with twelve teams? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're gonna see a lot more games in terrible, terrible basketball. All these teams, all these all these major sports. Think about it. All the major sports with thirty two teams. What happens? You have so many throwaway games throughout the year. Why is the NFL so great? Because they only have 16 games per year. And you get a situation in each division where it's coming down to the wire. And, yes, you've seen these teams play already. But you're still interested because they're both really good and they're vying for something. So it's not bad to see teams play each other a bunch of times when it's quality basketball. I don't want to see an expansion team that sucks play anybody. Who's going to watch the Charlotte Hornets and the Atlanta Hawks? Tell me who. That's the the result of having 30 teams in your league. Who's going to watch the New York Knicks this year against the Charlotte Hornets? Anybody? Anybody. That's not a season ticket holder. There's a reason why I said. Or wasn't ejected by Dolan. Oh, well, fuck that guy. And and you know what? (laughs) Let me get on James Dolan for a second because we didn't talk about this on the podcast. What is it? That was the most unsmooth way to kick somebody out. He said, how would you not like to come to any more games? I thought we already Rip. talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we did. We like, might, not, we, we talked about it well, yeah, two we podcasts ago. Thanks like, to the playlist that we now have, we can refer yeah. back to he, he, You he, know he, what? You know what? We're about to go to the next topic with this book. I think we covered equal pay. <laughs> no, no, no. Once again, I think this whole equal pay, like I said, another topic that just went all over the place and it, it a lot of good ideas. You know, I think it. I, I, at the end of the day, it's about money. You know. You know, TD. I think RJ Barrett's mm-hmm. ass. Oh. Whoa! He he picked up his score in the last few summer league games. So. Oh. Yeah, but I've I've seen that. I've seen him at Duke. I, I, and I I've seen to jitters and stuff like that. Mm, he wasn't scared he to shoot the ball. Shooters are gonna shoot the ball. That's the, he ain't a shooter. He's a head case. That's oh, what he wow. is. But no, let's break that another time because I think the summer league next week will be a great time. We could touch on a lot of different things. We could cover more because um we'll get a bigger aspect of everything that has happened in the summer league. Which, you know, one more reason WNBA could be taken advantage, but all right. The fact is Zion Williamson ain't playing in the summer league, which is automatically going to tank their ratings. Right, right. Exactly. Um, Hold on one second. Talk. Who's to say the additional teams will be garbage? Well, are you going to force the existing teams to have an expansion draft and get rid of their best players? 
good question. Every expansion team in the history of life in any basketball league has turned out to be ass in the first season. All right. Someone's yeah, going to have to fill me in on the GTA. Yeah, yeah I don't uh, know what that's about. All right. If you don't know anything about GTA, I know it's, it's probably a little bit out of you guys' spectrum. I know Pooh knows about GTA. He knows a lot about it. GTA is a site where you can go and buy keys for PC games. You can buy codes for PC games. You can get them from very cheap. You can um, there's instances where I bought a $60 game on G2A for maybe $3. Um, but G2A has a scandal going on because G2A has been notorious for selling they've been, they've been selling uh, uh, stolen Steam keys. Stolen games from Steam. What happens is you have a bot that will get all these keys from a uh from a stolen credit card. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Is Jimmy B gaming involved? Hold on. We hear he's been botting, so <laughs> all right. This is what's going on. Somebody takes a stolen credit card, goes on Steam, buys a whole bunch of keys of the same game, come back, go to g2a.com. And they will sell those keys at a lower price. G2A had no button. They, they claimed they didn't know anything about it. This has been going on for years. I built my PC back in 2013. I've been using G2A for a long time. Hmm. Um, it, it's well known, it's known that G2A is a place to get really cheap games. Well, apparently, they're cheap because they've been, you know, stolen games. Well, some indie developers got involved, and indie developers got some of their games stolen for G2A. And, you know, indie developers don't make that much money off their games. Yeah, you can do this to The Witcher 3. You can do this to Assassin's Creed. You can do this to NBA 2K. You can do this for a lot of games that has a big budget, but these indie games don't have it. So when their keys got stolen, they basically came out and said, look, we rather for not you to buy the games off, G off G2A because once people find out that their credit card was stolen, the developers and um, the developers have to give the money back to um, the person who stole their credit card plus other fees. Because, you know, when your credit card is stolen, they find out that they purchased their game. They have to refund it and all that. So these indie developers say, hey, look, don't go to G2A. Just pirate the game. So that's where Pooh comes in. He pirate the game. Oh, they, damn. They, they, they rather for you to pirate the game instead of uh, instead of them having to refund people plus pay credit card and fraudulent fees. Well, G2A has been getting a lot of backlash because of that. And now um, it's gotten to the point where other people in the press was talking about it. And G2A went out and tried to get some people from the press mm -hmm. to say good things about them. So they won't get this bad press. So I'm going to pull up this article right here, and I just find this—I just find this amazing that they actually did this. And um, basically, what it says is, G2A employee tried to pay press for favorable coverage. So I find this like egregious and Southern Fried Chicken. What was that? Well, anyway, um. Uh, an employee of G2A, which runs the marketplace that sells game key codes, attempted to secretly pay 10 different journalists for favorable coverage of their company. Uh, let's see what else is um, actually 
worth talking about. It approaches that the 10th anniversary having difficulties proven to consumers and game developers that its marketplace, a source for discounted game codes, is a legitimate line of business. Accusations of fraud, fraud had dogged the platform since its inception that more than five years ago. Public perception got so bad that it was offered to open the catalog to independent auditors and clear the air. No word that the game developers have taken them up on that offer. So basically, if you keep on scrolling down, you can talk about it talks about where they went to different journalists to say, hey, we will pay you to, you know, say good things about us. So we won't get this uh, backlash that we're receiving now. Uh, also, it got to the point where G2A put these emails they tried to clear the name on twitter they say that these emails were sent by an employee without authorization for which we apologize to some indie games i guess that's a um a journalist site and nine other media outlets that he sent this proposal proposal to he'll face strict consequences as this is absolutely unacceptable now with that tweet right there it just sounds like it's you know it, it just sounds like it sounds paper thin so um I just want to know what you guys think about these guys trying to go through their damnness to cover up this scandal because it looks like they could be in some really big trouble. It doesn't matter who wants to go first. You can go to Jeff if you want. I, I know this is PC. You really, you really want me to go on this one? I yeah, mean, I don't have much. You know, <laughs> I have like a low-running PC, so I really <sighs> – it's really hard to come up with a thought on this because I'm like, it is bad, but yeah, they need to handle that. That's my thoughts. They need to handle that. So, I mean, what you mean by handling it when they're already out here just basically saying that they want the media to cover for them and they tried to pay off, they tried to pay off journalists to cover for them. So it's basically saying that they're somewhat guilty. Well, then... That's I'm like they have to they have they had to they have to keep it up they have to keep up with that same message because if they're just admitting their guilt then I mean this this is dissimilar to like saying that PlayStation Four already has a problem with their credit card fraud and PlayStation is going out to IGN or they're going to GameSpot or they're going to you know. I don't even think screw attack is even still even open or running going to any of those places and tell them, Hey, look, tell these people that this is not what's happening. Not only that we'll pay you to take to say it. It is. It, it's, it's basically the same thing. Mm. What, what are your thoughts, Bills? Well, I know, I, I know oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I look at it like this. Let me relate it to recently with PSN security, uh, breach. Uh, I know a lot of us have taken our credit card information off of PSN because of it again. I, if I want to relate this to that, then I would say they would have to put up more security measures, uh, maybe redo their ethics policy because it is an ethics violation as yep. far as this whole thing is concerned. So, yeah, they're going to roll out the marketing, the, the reporting yeah, we're sorry. We, we didn't know about this. It's wrong. You know, get out in front of it. But on the back end, yeah, they're going to have to uh, change how they, they're going to have to change how they do business. They're going to have to change their, their policies concerning <clears throat> ethics and how point-to-point uh, -point transactions work. And some people are going to get fired. 
Yeah, I mean, even I'm like this one, this person in particular, whoever the employee was, he should be fired. He or she should be fired. I'm not gonna say it's just a man. Well, I mean, hell, it it could be they for all I know. Well, I mean, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, here it is, right here. Check out where they're from. They're from they're 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 a Hong Kong based company. So, who you think actually is going to get fired? Let's be honest. Yeah, somebody's getting fired. And that one's supposed to get out. Once again, it's a Hong Kong based company. Like you re- that it's funny, it's Polish owned. Yeah, I, I get it, but let's think about it. That, that's Bill's, kinda Bill's like like yeah. I said, like this is in Hong Kong. Like who's who's this is not a, a United States traded company. It, it's from overseas. Who's going to get fired? I mean, I, I don't even think their laws even care about shit like this. I I, I think this happens all the time. And I think it happens in other walks of gaming, as far as I think game developers, um, I can see it through IGN. They're so biased, the way they report on certain games. And, you know, I, I think that this happens very often, but this just happened to leak out. I think it's no different than players being paid in the NCAA. I think it happens a lot, and I think that just certain stories seep out. Um. I can't really say I see an issue with it. Uh, uh, trying to kind of damage control what's happening with your company. Um, I guess you got to try something. <laughs> you, if, if you're if you're not trying to garner some sort of positive reinforcement about your company, then you're not really doing your job as an employee. I don't think. At least that's how they view it. So. I don't have an issue with it morally. Um, I just think that it's a really bad scandal that, you know, when it does seep out about a given company, it's hard to recover from that because you can fire the guy, but then it's it's a question of, like, well, who else is doing it? Now, this is my thing. I think they should fire the person who put this out. Don't get me wrong. Um, who put out the, the, the email to try to pay off. But the actual, you got to understand, this is a P2P you know, site where they're selling game keys. I and think he could be a scapegoat, though. Yeah, he because could. I think he okay. could have been directed to do this. Yeah, I can agree with that. But I'm talking about the actual selling of the keys. I mean, like, yeah, a peer to peer or P to P is basically like I can get the keys. I'll put mm-hmm. them on the website. You can go buy them. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with G two A per se. They just need to police what's coming on the website, mm-hmm. and and it's very hard for them to say, okay, um. I don't know if these keys are legit or fraudulent because it came from an outside source. So mm-hmm. it, it, G2A kind of has their hands tied as far as how to run their business. They just have to be, you know, really strapped down on who sells what, because it's, it's fair. Like I said, if I get a stolen credit card and I, I buy a bunch of keys for NBA 2K20 and I bought them off of a fraudulent credit card, I got like 60 keys. I get on, I get on the site. And I sell all those keys for 15 bucks. Or if mm-hmm. I sell them all for 30 bucks. Yeah, everybody's gonna buy it, but they don't know if that's from a legit Steam owner or what. They need to do a better job of trying to lock that down. But like TD just said, it is to maintain credibility for the company. Yeah, this the the cover this email thing, yes, but the actual selling of the keys, that's gonna be very tough to you know, to deal with. 
I, I don't know how they I don't even know how they get around that. I just thought it was interesting because it's like who's to say this won't happen somewhere else? I mean, somebody takes a credit card, buys a bunch of video games or a bunch of keys for or a bunch of codes for Grand Theft Auto 6 and they go on G2A because they, they do other games, uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One games as well. They do GTA 6 and they just sell those for like, you know, $25. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how would they know? I think G2A is set up a, a website that's that really put them in the bind. You know? Yo, these people on the internet what they say? So somebody was like, Stephen Adams is probably like, you mean I don't have to box out and give away rebounds anymore? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's funny because people called me crazy what? when I was like, does it not look like the OKC players are just moving out of the way? Everybody's like, what are you talking about? No, those no. triple doubles are legitimate. No. Before, before, no you see, that, you see that tweet that I posted in the chat? Let me look. In, in, in our chat? Oh, no, I ain't see it. Let me look. Yeah, oh, but Bill, yeah, before, yeah. before DJ came along, we talked about the triple doubles Westbrook was getting. And we said the same thing. Like, he felt like they're just getting out of the way so he can get his numbers. I see the tweet, though. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm going to post it in the main. There we go. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty obvious that they were helping him get those triple doubles. And also, the other thing is, would Russell Westbrook be able to do this with all the 10 per 10 rebounds per game centers of the 80s? Of the 90s? I don't that's see a, it. That's a good question. I mean, I hate to compare errors, but come on. I mean, Magic Johnson was a more complete basketball player than Russell Westbrook, and Magic Johnson wasn't getting triple doubles at the clip that Russell Westbrook gets him. And he was playing alongside Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and James Worthy and guys like that. Right. And Bob McAdoo, who mm-hmm. averaged 25 and 10 in his prime. Yeah, that's going to be – I mean, obviously, I want to see how that plays out if they're going to actually do that. And I, I doubt it. I think the triple doubles for Russell Westbrook may be over. Maybe. Maybe. Um, enough of the yeah. enough for the from the scandal. We kind of got our point across on that. I think it's some bullshit. You want to talk about NBA 2K19 bills? Uh, the floor is yours. <sighs> Where do I begin? Um, I haven't been able to enjoy 2K on default for a lot of years, and this year 2K19, I've said it. I'm not going to hold back on it. I'm not going to go back on what I said. I do think it's the greatest basketball game of all time. But it just goes to show that as great as the game is, to me, there's still a lot of room for improvement. And I think a lot of it is defensive AI issues. Um, The help defense logic is just certain times just seems broken. Within the pick, you said it's on default, right? Yeah, but even with my sliders, it's still just I've been fighting with it. I mean, I've gone into quick edit and I've kind of put everybody's help defense IQ up a little bit, and it's helped a little bit. But I mean, they have a lot of work to do. I mean, then you have the ice skating as far as the player movement, the players don't seem as grounded as they should. (laughs) 
B um, B five said KD and Ibaka should go to Houston for the reunion. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of late at this point. Yeah, for that. Late for that. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, it's like I don't know, like two K nineteen, and then I have the whole issue offensively with how players attack the basket is just very perplexing to me at times. The players that should be far more aggressive attacking the basket, they just really aren't as aggressive and I don't know it's just there's certain things that you would expect an everyday NBA player to do that they just don't do offensively and defensively um so it just kind of bothers me that I have to make a roster and then when I go go through all this work to get that roster done then it's like something else pops up that starts to stick out and I admitted this, it might have been that I've played the game a lot because I have about 24, 25 days worth of gameplay. I, I think I'm starting to feel like you – well, I ain't going to say starting to feel like – I, I kind of knew this for a while, and this is referring to another game. Mm. Y'all know, know how much I love the original Xbox, and I've been playing Madden 08 on original Xbox, but that game is way too easy for me now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been like that for a few years now, and it's – I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because it's just 2K, 2K as great as their freelance system is. And, it, repli- um, it, it replicates the sport very well. It just has yes. it, it has its mishaps to where you can once you see it, 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 it makes the game really broken because you they, the yeah, they have all the tools in the game as far as the mechanics. They have them all in there. There's not one mechanic I can name in basketball that they don't have in that I say, yes, they need to absolutely positively put that in. But how they work and how the computer uses them is my issue because a lot of the things they don't utilize. For example, the computer barely ever throws bounce passes. Have y'all noticed that? No, oh, yeah, I noticed that. And it's it's um, funny it's funny because in live ten, in live ten the players play like they're supposed to. So the pass first point guards will bounce pass when needed. Yeah, you would think that in two K, hell, I can't even think of the last two K that actually did that. To be honest with you, and nobody right. thinks about it. The computer doesn't really use bounce passes. They don't really try to use the glass. Um, these are all things that NBA two K eleven had. And that's without going in and editing a roster because this is way before I edited rosters. You're talking NBA 2K11. They had all these things. Um, the players being more grounded, they feel way too just – it feels like they're ice skating at times. And another thing that gets me is the defensive players don't understand distance. The offensive players don't understand distance and proximity to a defender. They try oh. to shoot shots right in somebody's face and get blocked. Um, oh, oh, oh! They know, they know, they know all about spacing when you're on a fast break, though. Because oh yeah, don't get me wrong, it, it's improved, but they still keep running to the corner of the damn court. Yes, I, it's just, I mean, now, right. sometimes sometimes you have it where they do it right, and then it'll be the times when you really least expect that they run to the edge of the court. And that's the thing; it's like a lot of guys that shouldn't be leaking out to the three-point line on a fast break and end up, end up doing it. Maybe exactly. And it stops fast breaks. And you could go and put it to zero for every single person as far as the tendency. But the logic is not there. The help defense is egregious at times, especially on pick and rolls. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've just thrown the same alley-oop up 
uh, ice ice for pick and rolls doesn't work. It seems like whatever pick and roll defense I pick for my team, it seems like they don't execute it. So there's a lot of things. Like I said, yes, it's still, as far as content, the greatest basketball game ever released. I can agree. But even with that, and part of this goes to their roster guy. Because I, I, I'm not touching that. That what the hell is he doing? I'm not touching that because this is yeah, that yeah, I'm not that's a whole different subject. I, I'm not even I mean I mean okay when he initially got there, but he's been sleeping ever yeah. since. It's like they have so many tendencies, you can't even keep track of them. You have uh play discipline. Which is basically how you know how often super superstars basically improvise and ignore the play. Um, you have how many touches a guy gets, how how often, how prone he is to shooting, all these things, and you see a lot of them untouched. And I'm not even gonna touch on the legendary rosters, the classic teams, because that's an abomination. I'll just touch on the NBA rosters that they're supposed to be updating throughout the year. Now, it's just now, now, Doug Thomas, don't. I don't want you to think that we're yeah. necessarily no, bad. No, 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 no. We, we still no, no. think this is a great game. The problem of course. is we do see some areas where when we play it so much, you get to see what's the problem, what the problems are, and there's yeah. no game, there's no game that's perfect. No, you know, but, but 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Live nineteen and people are gonna kill me for this, and I really don't give a fuck. Live nineteen's AI is great. If if live if NBA two K nineteen had lives, um, had lives AI. I'd be fine. And this is without tendencies. Hmm. Live doesn't have any tendencies in place. This is how the game came out of the box playing. AI's great. You pick it, you pick a defense, pick and roll. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. The game does what you tell it to do. Yes. I'm not I I I'm not gonna necessarily say that the AI is definitely is better than two because when we're talking about AI, we're gonna look at the whole picture, like the yeah. emotions, the the tendencies, what they mm -hmm. do uh, yeah. as far as on the court. Yeah, they have rocks and brains at times, but live does what live does well is like when you tell them to do something, yes. they're gonna do it. And I think that's a big that's a big plus because sometimes you have some players that, like you said, on a fast break, common basketball sense tell you to do what? Go to the rim, fill the lane, go to the yeah. rim. They go to the outside, and this guy's not even a three-point shooter. Hell, he's not even a, a, a mid-range shooter, and he's running to the three. Yeah. So that's the thing with live is it's like on a 2K side, you lose the AI aspect, but you have all the gameplay mechanics, and they look great, right? But then in live, the gameplay mechanics are fucked up, but the AI especially with help defense, I mean, God, I've seen double teams come from baseline – I, I've seen just amazing. I, there's never been a time I've played Live 19 and said, what was that guy doing? Never. They do need to fix, I guess, the how these players go for, like, like when they're passing, they make a lot of stupid passes. But 2K has that too. I'm about to put a tweet in. So, I mean. I'm about to put a tweet in the DM, and I'm going to give it. To, I'm, I'm going to show it to you guys so y'all can see it. This, this is a. I will admit now this is a good tweet about Russell and uh James. Well, like I don't I don't mean to oh, I don't mean boy. to come across like I hate the game because I don't hate the game, but from a person who basketball is my favorite sport, when I see an opportunity and I think it's squandered, 
as far as the AI, it just it frustrates me because a lot of it goes into the um, the person doing the ratings and the tendencies. I just, you know, I mean, you got guys like Jokic whose passing vision is like low. Right, and, it's, yeah. and another person, I don't know if you've noticed this, DJ. What the hell have they done to Jeff Green? Look at this. Look at this tweet. I think this yeah, is. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Doug, talk is, about, no, no, Live 19 is actually a pretty decent game. It, no joke. It, it's, it's pretty good. But look at this tweet, everybody. This is funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 that's oh good. no that's um that's a good one i i can't lie that's a good one <laughs> that's that's something else <laughs> but no i mean like i said i don't mean to hammer on the game this is just these are just things that i've noticed you know over the course of playing the game that they need to improve i think ai wait a minute vf whose profile is up behind that Oh, that's a girl, some girl on Twitter. Her name is Boo You Whore. I, I, your guess is good as mine. I what? <laughs> that's her name? Boo You? Yo. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just pulled up the tweet. Now, I don't know who she is. So I just saw it on my timeline. I just thought the tweet now, was funny. You know what's funny? A lot of people don't know where that gif is from. Do y'all know where that gif is from? Um, I don't it's know. It's not making a band, no is idea. it? So, so Diddy's on this show called The Four. It's oh yeah, sing- okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it's the singing competition. So that yeah, it, it's from there. So basically, what ended up happening was this dude performed and thought he was the shit. Diddy stared him down and told him he wasn't making it through. He had that look on his face, staring him down, and Diddy's like, "Fuck, you gonna do about it?" And then that that's that's where the tweet came from. <laughs> right. And it's funny because I automatically knew that was gonna be a gift. And then, of course, it turned out to be like if you, uh, if you, really. If you, if you think about it, and you look at the two staring at each other, oh I, yeah, I can see Russell and James Harden doing this shit though, bro. Just imagine them lined up on the on, on you know like lined up for the free throws, and and, and they're about no to bills. box out. No bills. It's even worse. They're not even at the free throw line. They're back where the guards are. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and they're about to run in. Yeah, they're about to run in. <laughs> Oh man, you might as well just show them the uh the tweet I put I had put in there. Uh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Should bring oh, that when, Russ, when Russ sees Capella and PJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this another this another one that DJ put up. Tells when Russell Westbrook when Russell see uh Capella and PJ tucking the paint, trying oh, to get rebound. But um, but yeah, I mean, two K nineteen, you know, it, it's a great game, but just you know, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> fucking skedaddle. Yeah, that's a good. One. <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to Yo! <laughs> especially Capella. Right, right, right. No, that's funny. That's funny. Man. Motherfucker, your job is to catch alley oops. I'm gonna go back and start watching all those uh videos they did with that with that puppet. That was a funny ass shit. So I got a question. Um, what what are your thoughts about uh, DJ? I already, know your thoughts about, I already know your thoughts about 2K19. You 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 still play uh my league, right? 
uh, really played that much. I think I've, I've kind of fallen out of it because it's like one more year, and I've been really just playing, you know, NHL every now and then, working on those sliders and, and of course, No Man's Sky. So, okay. What, you I got got a, what, what else you got, Bills? So, I'm watching, I have baseball on in the background, and I have to ask this question because this is a big discussion in baseball. Go, go Braves. Yes, they're, they're playing really well this year. Yes. But, so are um, the Nats. Oh, yeah, they are too. They are too. The Nats have caught fire. Well, hopefully so, it didn't get, it doesn't taper off after the also right, but they're in a wild card spot right now. So, my question they've been talking about the, the amount of home runs. The increase in the amount of home runs this year, and they're talking about the balls being juiced and there's oh, a different yeah. type of baseball. What's y'all's view on that? Because me personally, I'm loving it. This, this brings me back to the steroid time. era. I'm gonna be honest. With yeah, you. this would be the second time in about a couple of decades that this has been brought up, right? Where the balls yeah. have been juiced or whatnot. I'm like, well, why don't we just call it for what it is? It's because of global warming. It's because areas <laughs> of the country are warmer now. Now balls are just flying out everywhere. It wasn't just flying well, out in Colorado. It was well, flying out everywhere now. Well, how about the fact that they're making hitters ballparks? Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Breaking news. We got a fight in uh, Columbus. I got NHL playing in the background. Oh, and uh, Pittsburgh's up 3-1, and a fight just broke out. Oh, boy. Oh, that's crazy. But no, I mean... I, <laughs> no, they, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. Yeah. I need to find out... <laughs> If the balls are juiced, don't let us Damn. know. Let, let us keep speculating. Long as there's nobody on steroids, I'm good. Well, they're already they're already kind of uh trying to they're already trying to like um try to trick people. They're like, oh, you know, we're investigating. No, no, y'all did it on purpose. You know your ratings <laughs> Damn, were down. Chris Latang got knocked the fuck out. The <laughs> only people who are complaining about the amount of home runs. Are the baseball purists the same people who bitch when anybody celebrates? They're the same people. Well, I I hate the fact there's so many home runs in the game. Then, then don't watch. Right. Because there are plenty of casual fans who are saying, oh shit, a 5-0 game in the third inning? I wanna watch. He's the same, these are the same guys who used to watch Paul Molitor and shit. Exactly. They're the same oh, people. Oh, oh, well, wow. Nolan Ryan. <laughs> look at Nolan Ryan. He's so amazing. Nobody can hit off. Right, who was that, hey, other, yeah. that other guy that used to hit opposite all the time? Like he always put, put the ball in the other opposite side of the field. Tony Gwynn, not oh, Gwynn. He was one of them. It was a. Uh, it, was Tony, a right it had to be Tony Gwynn. Well, Gwynn was know. one of them. It was another guy. He was um. It was white. I can't remember. I was gonna say white guy. It was a white guy. I would say it's not Wade Boggs. Not Cal Ripken. Not Ripken. Dang, I can't. Not Jim. Jim Tomey. No, Jim Tommy was a power hitter. I'm talking about a guy who used to hit like he's oh. always hit like base hits to the opposite side of the field. I know Ishiro did it a lot. I don't know. It yeah, it like, wasn't Ishiro. That obviously the he, he he played around the same time Paul Molitor did. They're the same motherfuckers. They're the same people who like watching Greg Maddox pick a pitch a one zero game every day. No, fuck I don't. That. I don't have a problem with it. It's just that I don't have an issue with it every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone, if I see like five. Eight, ten straight games are like fourteen to twelve. Like, all right, wait a minute. Cause see, here's my thing. There ain't no football on right now. There ain't no basketball on not, right not, now. Not so if I'm gonna watch baseball, I want to be entertained. Right. 
which yeah, means baseball technically wasn't it is not it was never meant to entertain folks in the way that football, basketball, hockey. No, no, I agree. Does no, I agree. But I'm saying, I think they need to take advantage of what is going on right now. Yeah, long as nobody's being juiced up with uh, steroids, I think they should. Hey, I'm all for steroids. Fuck it. Everybody, everybody, everybody has access to them. That's why it's like the players back then. Well, well, you know, he's cheating. How's he cheating? You have access to him too. You choose not to do it. That's on you. And I will cheat, never they still have to hit the ball. And they still Barry Bonds still had to hit the ball. Uh, Raphael Palmero still had to hit the ball. Uh, Roger Clemens still had to locate his Raphael Palmero. I couldn't even tell the difference. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, uh, Sammy Sosa. Well, Sammy Sosa kind of sucked when he was on steroids. And, and now he's white. Like white as shit. And <laughs> now he's white. And I know <laughs> motherfucker look like Jackie Wilson from Six. Transracial. But like I said, I think baseball needs to take advantage of it. This is the most interested I've been in baseball. Other than obviously when the Red Sox are are good, you know, most times they are. But um, this is the most interested I've been in baseball as a whole in a long time. Probably since I was a kid. So, Shoot, no, I do know pitchers. No, pitchers duels are great. I'm surprised at where the Nationals are. No, pitchers no. duels are different from people who just can't hit. Here's the thing, Doug Thomas. I completely agree, but here's the thing. I don't want a pitchers duel with the fourth guy in the fucking rotation. I'm sorry. I don't care about them. Now, Bumgarner versus Kershaw, I'm all in. But like I said, there's a difference between a pitcher duel and players that just can't hit. Of course. Like, they're two different things. Of course. I mean, I mean, and I don't find it, I don't find it, you know, a coincidence that they were talking about the low ratings a couple of years ago, and here goes the uptick in home runs. I mean, it's not like people are hitting the ball further and further and further than they ever have before. They're just, and the other thing is, you got to take advantage of the fact that these players evolve. These players, they talk about the launch angles and, um. I mean, launch angles, yeah, you can talk about that. You can talk about the velocity, the exit velocity of, you know, the bat speed they're generating. But another thing you got to look at, these guys are, they have quicker hands, quicker wrists. They're more powerful. They start at such a young age now, even younger than, you know, y'all's era, my era. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you had the Yankees just signed a, a great prospect at the age of 16. He's already a prodigy. These are the things that happen. The game evolves, just like the NBA, just like the NFL. The game evolves. So Major League Baseball has to take advantage of it. They go basically unopposed for 90% of their season. Take advantage of it. Because maybe instead of saying I'm not going to watch sports from the months of June to August, I'll say, fuck it, I'll watch baseball. All right. I mean, look at what happened to Home Run Derby. People complained about that. Yeah, that's that was. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero and and Pete Alonso put on. Well, Pete Alonso put on a show, but Vladimir Guerrero and uh uh shoot, John Peterson put on a crazy a crazy show. They tied three times. Bellinger yeah, or Yelich? Who you got? I got Yelich. I got Yelich. Right now, I got Yelich. Now in a year, Bellinger's still improving. He's still getting better. But Yelich is just, I don't know, man. He's on another level right now. 
DJ, you want to weigh in on that? I have nothing on that one because <laughs> baseball is what it is. I'm like they've 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 maintained a stick with their core audience when it comes to the sport. So I don't. Now I was talking really... about um the question Doug Thomas asked. He oh, said, um, uh, "Would you rather Bellinger or Yelich right now? You got." I don't even know who they are. <laughs> Cody Bellinger's uh he he plays for the Dodgers. Lefty rakes it. Yelich is um, a dude that's been in the league for a few years now. That's kind of coming into his own now. He basically leaves the league. I don't, I don't know and... enough about them too to really okay. be able to decide which one. Okay. Because I, I'm like really with the Nationals at first, I wasn't really paying attention to baseball that much. My interest in baseball really runs through the Nationals. It really. Yeah, that's kind of right. I'm going to be interested. If they're not, then and yeah, I was really Braves. I'm, I'm kind of so, so to ask about players, I'm like, normally I would know about, like, if this were, for me, baseball, since I'm a former player myself, it's always, it always had this interest to watch throughout the whole season. But now it's just like, I only watch at certain points. So I know I'm not going to really know about like certain players um, specifically until I start tuning in. And then by then, um, it's really based on the Nationals now. And Have you all- right now they're in it. So I'm now I'm paying attention. I'm like, oh, here we go. I didn't expect them to really do this. I was really thinking about just taking this whole season off and not pay attention to the league. Not one bit. Have you all ever seen the undisputed best player in a league? So terribly marketed, like 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 Mike Trout. No, I've seen that in MLB. I'm about to say the MLB has been doing that for decades, yo. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's like it, it's always their sport. Yeah, it's like at least it's the late '90s. Yeah, at least it's the late '90s they've been doing it. I mean, the dude is the best player of his generation. It's not close. If and, you look at his stats, he's already a Hall of Famer. And you see, not only that, even when you had the home run situation in '98, they didn't really. They didn't even put those guys on the forefront. They did it themselves by make, doing home runs. They didn't even push it. They didn't know how to push it. Just, the MLB, in other words, the MLB did not put that whole historical run on to the forefront. It was them doing it themselves. If they want to go back to me in America's pastime, they better take advantage of what's happening right now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They're fine. They're, they're good at what they're doing. Well, they're I'm fine like, right now. A, they're fine right point. now. But the, yeah, because if there's nothing opposed to them, why are they? Why do they feel the need to really do anything? Well, well like, we're seeing the uptick. They're probably seeing enough. A, yeah. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, we're seeing the uptick in home runs is a reason for that. Because a couple years ago, their ratings were utter shit. But so they're fine the now. Take home runs. Is it mostly in American League where you usually see a lot of home nah, runs? Or is it in the National League as well? It's across huh? the league. I know, league. but where do you see most of the uptick, though? Is it mostly in the American League? Because that's the league that hits home runs anyway. No, They're, I it's think a, the, it's I, a batter's uh, league, the American League. That's why. No, you, no but uh, I'm saying people, I don't think it's just the American League. Is what I'm saying. I think I think it's I think it's I think this time it's very widespread. I mean, you look at it, Bellinger, Yelich. I mean, guys are there's there's a bunch of guys on pace for 50 home runs. Yeah, but like you said earlier, even with all that, the MLB just does not do a good job of, of marketing these guys. 
No, you're definitely. I not. think they're I mean, fine. I'm like because the, the discussion about fighting, Mike Trout has gone. They're, they're not years, fighting so. for attention over anybody. And 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 how and okay, if you were to market this these market the, the sport to get mm-hmm. more viewers, now you're asking them to possibly go beyond their hardcore base and reach out to casual fans. That's which is not, what they need to do. Sounds like. Yeah, which kind of sounds like what happens in sports video games and what happens to the product. It gets watered down. Don't we frown upon that? Yeah, but baseball's been watered down ah, but, but by catering, seen, by, by catering to the hardcore base. They're watering their, their own product down. No, nobody wants to watch not. it. You say, yeah, nobody wants baseball. to watch it. Baseball, baseball, they, they, baseball, they started to they started to lose their hardcore fans because. They started watering it down. But the casual fans have become. Hockey hockey took a hit initially when they watered down the sport. When all of a sudden you could pass, you could pass the puck more than two lines at a time. But the casual fans have become. No, but I'm saying the the casual fans of baseball, as far as NHL is concerned. No, no, but I'm saying the casual fans in the MLB have become hardcore fans in the past couple of years with the uptick in home runs. And I think that's a positive because the hardcore fans who are antiquated and say, hey, nobody do backflips. Fuck them. I don't care if they stick around or not. Who cares? Y'all, y'all stuck in the past. So so the, the fans that are coming because they see home runs and saying, you know, maybe I won't go to the beach today. Maybe I'll watch my team play. Those are the fans that they want, and I think it's a good. Which I think it's the, a good strategy. Become the casual fans because they're they're more, more worried about one aspect of the game when in fact it's a whole sport. It's about you know play by play interactions. The sport was is not like um, it's not a microwave type of sport. You can't make baseball a microwave type of sport. They aren't. No, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that they are, but they've tried to institute stuff like a shot clock or, or a pitch clock or whatever, yes. where a pitcher will have like I, to make it ridiculous. more viewer friendly. I, I think at the end of the day, they, they, but that's a casual thing. But 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 you can't they, increase your hardcore fan base without adding casuals at you, some point. Yeah, they got to become. They got to be They got to be hardcore. This goes to the discussion I had with somebody about. Everybody bitching about bandwagon fans. How do how do these teams become the the revered franchises that they are in America? Because casual fans jumped on the bandwagon when they got good. The Patriots fans here weren't cheering for the Patriots when Drew Bledsoe was fucking a the quarterback. Then all of a sudden, here comes Tom Brady, and you got these hardcore fans after a few years to say, "Yes, I can get behind this." And then you have the people from other states who say, yes, I can get behind this. That's how the Cowboys fan base came to be. Because casual fans became hardcore fans when they bought in. It's no different than Toronto last year in the playoffs or the Clippers this year. It's always going to be that way. So casual fans, they turn into hardcore fans when you get them to buy in. And I think that the Major League Baseball, they're finally getting casual fans to buy in. That's just my view of it, though. I get what you're saying, but I think mm-hmm. I think that they're getting the casual fans to finally buy in and say, yes, I can watch this during the summer and not care if football doesn't start until August, if the NBA doesn't start until October. Yeah, I think I think what's on the field 
or yeah, on the on the baseball field does help because if that happens, they will bring more people in. But I think they need to start getting more players that can that Americans can relate to. It's an international sport and it does well on that level. I mean, MLB is not doing bad. It's just that yeah. it, it should be doing as well as NFL and going NFL. unopposed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it should it should do as um as well as the other ones. Fife said Major League Baseball needs off-field drama like NBA's off-court drama to be interesting. No, I, I disagree. I think they're doing yeah, what, they, what they're that. doing now is 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 perfect. I don't think they need to manufacture any any drama because um first off, nobody would people believe would be able it. to tell it's manufactured. Yeah, nobody would believe it. Nobody would believe it. Baseball teams are some of the most close-knit organizations in all sports. So for them to start doing that after Years and years and years and years. I mean, I just – people would see right through it. I mean, and that, that goes to the hardcore fans. They would see right through that because all these teams are so close-knit. They go out to dinner together. Um, they hang out way more than, you know, NBA teams might off the field. They're just really close-knit. That's why when a player gets traded, it's a bigger deal within the team in Major League Baseball because every piece on a baseball team – is like way more important than every piece on an NBA team or every piece on a, on an NFL team. It's like every piece has a role, and they form this team and they form a camaraderie. So it's like you just I, you can't really manufacture. I mean, they have the drama there. There are teams that just don't like each other, and I think it's entertaining at times. But I think some of the thought process in baseball is still a bit antiquated as far as the no bat flips and. I just I don't know. That that's where I start to hate Major League Baseball is, is that aspect. Taking itself too seriously. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I just think they just need people, they need players that people the masses in America can relate to again. I think that they kind of lost that. And I know they're trying to do it with gameplay on the field, which is great, but I don't I don't I it may it may help, but I don't think it's enough. Cause because here's the thing is Another way that baseball got all of, you know, these hardcore fans in the past was their fathers were taking the kids to the baseball games. And, you know, it was, it was more affordable than the NBA, more affordable than the NFL. It was, an, it was a place where you could go and, you know, teach your son about the game and have a laid back time at the game. And that, I think, has kind of gone by the wayside and transferred over to the NBA, unfortunately, because now you see way more kids in NBA games than you used to. And the fathers are kind of having that bonding time at NBA games and kind of transferred, you know, all of that energy to basketball. All right. Because I've gone to baseball games in recent years, and I've, I've noticed the shift in the climate and the demographic. Yeah, um, yeah, you, just yeah. Look, you can look at the, the audiences. Is Yeah. The audience in a baseball, a lot more couples, yeah, and groups of you know, uh, twenty-five to thirty-five year olds that are you know they're going out and um, it's, it's just it's different. Yeah, it's you see, different. yeah, you see a lot of couples because you got you see a lot of people just laid back that just want to relax and just watch, especially a day game. Yeah, they're not definitely they're not there to actually like root for the team or whatever. I mean, they do, but it's not like. That most people there they're just there just to sit down and relax and watch. And believe it or not, you find a lot more hardcore fans at the night games than the day games. Right. A lot more kids at the day games, 
a lot more hardcore fans at the night games. A lot more hardcore fans. The climate's completely different. I mean, even in basketball, I've gone to a game at 1 o'clock in Boston Garden compared to a game at 7 o'clock. It's just different. Well, I mean, I mean, it's almost different. It's like it's almost like the movies. I mean, most people don't go to the matinees. The hard yeah. movie watchers they go at night. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's almost like a parallel to it. I would say the NFL is the only sport, and, and I'll say hockey, where yeah. the demographic throughout the day doesn't really change. I mean, hardcore fans are gonna be hardcore fans. Night game, day game doesn't matter for football. Um, doesn't matter for hockey either, but. I think basketball and baseball are the two sports that really suffer based on the time of day that the game happens. So, yeah. yeah. Anything else y'all got to add on, add on that? Well, I was about to no. drop this, uh, this yeah, thing yeah, I right. just came across on Twitter. I was just posting in the well, we're, we're like, we're like well over two hours. I'm like surprised that it went. Oh, yeah. Out. We're way past two yeah, hours. Yeah, I'm like surprised it went that far. I mean, we. It's a little bit fast. I didn't even realize that. Mm. Yeah, part of that time was spent the time out earlier. So yeah, I was a time out. Didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, and just another uh, another little nugget about sports, real quick. Um, great for tennis that Nadal and Federer are going to play tomorrow. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And, and regardless that of the result, the finals. yes. And and regardless of the finals. Uh, I should say, regardless of who wins between Federer and Nadal, you get a matchup with Djokovic in the finals. So either way, it's going to be entertaining stuff. You got Serena in the finals, and then you got Djokovic in the finals automatically, and either Federer or Nadal. So I mean, good stuff. I need to. Find yeah, but you got to post this. You got to post this. Uh, this Twitter status because the oh, is it is it in our chat? Yeah, it's in our chat. Okay, I got it. Uh, uh, I'm like, I, it could be added oh, to, like, if I, if I wanted to really do fuckery on the timeline, this would be one of them. The come other on. one. Where did you put it? Would be the, I put it in our, in our, we're going to, we're going to close the, the, the podcast on this. The, the Knicks just can't catch a break, bro. The, the Knicks can't catch a break. Marcus Morris, he agrees to a one year deal, 15 million contract. With the Knicks after backing out the Spurs, I, I don't see where the Knicks win with this. They got. Wait a minute! No, that that's not the story. Who's right. on? The, who, who's the image of? Oh shit! That's what I'm fucking smart. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That's the issue here. I don't care about no. where he signed. Yo, I swear that this hey. dude Kurt no, has no, a I picture swear. of Marcus Spurt and not Marcus Morris. No, no I swear. I we all look alike, Kurt. I, I see how he I swear that this man's name was Kurt. And I swear I didn't even look at the picture. I swear I didn't even look at the picture. That's crazy. I didn't even look at the picture. I'm sorry. I didn't even look at the picture. That's why I saw it as soon as I opened. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I figured, Bills. I figured you would figure it out right away. I I just wanted to read what it said. That's all. I I didn't even look at the picture. Yo. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kurt. Here's my question. On the timeline. I got a question. Uh, what the hell is Marcus Morris thinking signing a one-year, $15 million contract with the Knicks? Like, what would the Spurs offer? What would the Spurs offering that was so bad? doesn't have an asterisk next to his name, so I don't even know if this is even true, but 
Well, no, 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 it is. No, it is. It is. It is. Okay, I was just making sure because he didn't have that star next to his name. You know, no, we got to yeah, check it, our it, it's, been, it's, been, it's been documented that Marcus Morris was going to the Spurs or the Knicks for at least a week or so. So I'm trying to figure out what the Spurs offered him that was so insulting that he's like, oh, no, I'll go and play a year on the worst team in the league. Ugh. That's and, what, and what were the Celtics but, offering him? We needed him back. That's crazy. Mm. Hey, that, oh, other you, than I, that, I, the, I, didn't, I didn't even look at the picture. I swear I did. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> mm. All right, other man. than that, the other fuckery on the timeline was the bagel guy, the little short oh, yeah. guy yeah, that I, I, <laughs> challenged him two, three times his size. The little bundle of fight. fury. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even see <laughs> I, I saw it. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I but just, I don't want to know why somebody didn't one hit a quitter that dude. Right, right, but this, but but this is but uh, hold up, but it got worse. It wasn't just that two part or one full video. Wow. He he did it again. Um, Yo. he appeared late night at a at a Seven Eleven type store and was complaining because the guy asked him how tall he was. I saw. So, so me and my girl came to. I don't think we came to a conclusion at the same time, but we were discussing why people do what they do and it, it's clear to her it was clear to her without even like this second part but it seems like it, this dude's just doing this just to get attention at this point yes of course yeah now that Yo. there's a second video of him going berserk over people questioning his height yeah he's he's clearly Man, looking for attention this tweet puts everything in perspective for the NBA. It says, Steph is now the longest tenured player in the NBA with an original team who drafted him. Mm. Stephen Curry. Mm. It's insane, ain't it? Yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, it is. That is considering the, the fact, yeah. now. Well, it's, it's consider, I'm considering the fact it's like, damn, you've been in the league that long? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's been 10 years. It, it seemed like it was yesterday when he was torching my Hoyas in the NCAAs in the second half. It seemed like just yesterday um, for me that he was he had the ankle problems, and we're like, when is he actually going to hit his stride and stay on the court? Because I remember him hurting his ankle, and, and I mean, seriously hurting his ankle mm-hmm. numerous times. Anything it, else I got before we go? Not us. Well, other than, that, that is other than this, stuff, fuck you, Ray Allen. What? Okay, that came and out. I only, and I only say that because I saw a highlight film of Ray Allen, and he had a shot in, in the NBA that reminded me when he sank my Hoyas in the Big East oh. tournament, that same exact shot. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Wow. The latest episode of Keeping That Same Energy. <laughs> I, I, latest episode of where are they now? Because Ray Allen haven't been relevant. <laughs> yeah, it's like 26. Get that? 2014? Yeah. Well, the Celtics keep making sure they make him irrelevant. They don't invite him to reunions. They also like fuck him too. Yeah, yeah that's some whole so. ass yeah, You know how that is. <laughs> All right, this is episode 75 of the First of Frarius podcast. Once again, uh, it's myself, DJ81, Bill's fourth. Um, next week we're gonna. I'm gonna try to get into the the summer league, see how that played out. Um, talk about uh, that, and that's we can do some Madden talk. It's almost getting about that time, so I think those two things are gonna be on the topic. And um, anything else that happens without throughout the week, 
Uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep this very short, DJ. Intro Champ, check the affiliate link if you want intros for your channel. Go. It works out very well. You know, Intro Champ for your channel and your live streams. I think they're very good to use. Use the link, get a good kickback for us and a good discount for yourself. Um, Bill, is there anything you want to add before we go? Uh, fuck Carmelone. Oh, that's all all day long. I'm yeah. here for that. Piece of shit. Yeah, I'm here for that. And fuck Michelle Beadle, too. Uh, yep. No, oh, wait a minute. What Michelle Beadle? His favorite <laughs> lingerie league player. <laughs> you said what Michelle Beadle do, man. Ain't enough time in the day. Go, well, go ahead, DJ. Well, what, what's we'll, we'll talk right. about that when we get off the, off the <laughs> All right, DJ. What's up with you, man? Yeah. All right, but you can you guys can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not no one no one has been able to ban me for anything because lately <laughs> YouTubers have been banned on uh, Twitter perma ban. But you can find me there, DJ81. Find my YouTube channel under Derek Jordan, and hopefully soon I'll be giving I can start giving out programs as personal trainer. I'm like I'm already certified. I'm just rebranding and rebuilding myself. So right. yeah. All right. Um. Thank you, um. Doug Thomas, for the all the uh, feedback, and I hope you have a great night as well. TD. I think this is my first time seeing TD in the chat. He came through. Did very good feedback. Appreciate that. Yeah, B5. he was speaking like Yoda earlier. I thought that was funny. <laughs> B five has actually made an appearance after what twenty episodes. Couldn't find him. Right. Hey, what 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 all you been? Yeah. Exactly. And everybody else, you know, they're the usuals, man. Thank you guys for keeping us relevant. And, and, and TD, what did Carl Malone do? Uh, oh, listen! Please don't. <laughs> we can dedicate a whole. We we can dedicate a whole podcast to that. But we, yeah, let's, we let's should do. We should do a whole podcast on players we hate. TD, come back next week. I'll, I'll oh, that would be a good topic. That would be a very interesting topic. I, I agree, and uh, I would definitely give Bills the floor to let you know how he feels about Carmelo. You will be entertained. Trust me. Oh, sitting across you get this work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I anticipated that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that and Paul Millsap, right? <laughs> he doesn't even hate Paul Millsap. He just trolls Paul Millsap. <laughs> no, but, um, Did he get up yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he needs to wear a life alert band every time he's falling. <laughs> I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> oh, man. Well... Where'd he go? No, I'm, I'm still here. I'm, I'm just looking at something that, that pertains to intro champ. Um, but um, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't recite the rest of the commercial since no. we were short on time. So he's just gonna look at stuff. Right, Cliff Notes version of the sponsor. The skippable version. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all for um, episode seventy six. Thanks, you guys, for coming. iTunes, SoundCloud. You know where to find us to download the episodes. See you guys next time. Peace. Yeah, we have a playlist now. Peace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>